been alive for four and a half centuries. I am immortal. Here we are. Jaime Marco. Jaime Marco. What a weird dude. Yeah. Freddie Mercury was so fucking cool. Ugh. What's up, Dan? What's up? What's up? Here we are. So that song. Hold on. I need you to jump to. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, jump to jump to jump to two forty. Two forty. All right. I'm gonna jump to two thirty-seven. Oh! 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 Fucking kicking it in. The song is loses. Yeah, yeah. I'm all on board for this. What a fucking dynamite band. This, this is a band at the, the power. That it's just like I, I, don't, I don't care. We're just gonna they just made just nonsense music. It was great. It was so good. Yeah. They've got to be one of the best bands ever. <laughs> He's going again. Hold on. I don't care. I don't care about the copyright strike. We're playing the whole goddamn thing. What a weird movie to, though, have that. I, I, I'll agree with Wall Beef. Uh, Prince of the Universe is top two queen. That song, it top just, two queen. It. Uh, What's the other one? It just crushes so hard. What's the other one? Uh. Fuck, I don't know. That's a really good song. Uh, because like, whole of love's great, or not whole of love. Uh, That's love's <laughs> No, but it's, it's it's fuck. What's that queen song about love? <laughs> queen love song. Queen love song. Crazy little thing called Love's pretty great. Crazy little thing. Fat bottom girl's really good. Somebody I love. A born love you killer queen. My God. I can't think. They were, they were so good. It's like there's too many that I want to name. Correct. They were really good. And like they they have such like uh, such disparate sounds. Like songs? They, they, they span so many genres. Well, what's like, interesting is like, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I totally that, 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 that just did. Oh, the I think the music like can have can be very disparate, but as soon as you hear Freddie Mercury, you're like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is a Queen song. Yep. It's hard to pick a one, so I have two number ones, and then don't pick a one. What's your other number two or your other number one? No, you said number two. You read yeah. that wrong. What's okay? What's your other number two? Yes, I can read. <laughs> hey everybody, well, all the beef <laughs> is maybe or maybe not typing in. Uh, you're listening to This Might Sound Stupid. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. 
Thanks for listening. Uh, if this is your first time listening, you should subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts uh, because it's a lot of fun. And we only do one podcast a week, so we're not like inundating you. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a nice podcast to listen to once a week. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch where we live stream every week. Twitch slash this might sound stupid. Well, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Um, and we also have a segment on our podcast where we talk about our friend Rob's random topic that he gives to us each week. If you want to submit a random topic, we sometimes talk about those. You can tweet at us. We are at TMSS underscore podcast on Twitter. And you can email us. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Okay, so uh, I'm in love with my car. I don't know. I'm going to play that. because We probably shouldn't play too much. We'll get like the whole fucking thing muted. <laughs> I'm in love with my car. Oops, I'm muted. Okay. Did, did the drummer write this song? Yeah. I just I just need a little uh, refresher, and "Don't Stop Me Now" is really good. That's yeah. what Javin said. Stop me now. Having such a good time. Having a ball. Drummer sings it and wrote it. <laughs> it's like nice. Ring, it's like Ringo. Yeah. Uh, Rob Thomas is who writes the Rob's random, random topic. Very fitting. It's yes, mm-hmm. it is. Rob Thomas, is that Matchbox 20? Is that why that's fitting? No. Correct. Is it? Or is Rob... Rob who's Goo Goo Doll guy? Uh, stupid Hair McFortune. Stupid Hair McFortune. <laughs> uh, Wild Beef says it's the B-side of Bohemian Rhapsody, so he made a fortune. Oh, yeah. That would be like... It's Resnick. The cash. No, Resnick is the guy from Nine Inch Nails. That's Resner. <laughs> I know. I don't think you do. <laughs> Look, we all know that I know more about Nine Inch Nails than you. It's Trad Reznor. Is it? I'm a huge fan of... Name one of their albums. <laughs> Wait, is it called Day Zero? Is that a thing? Oh, they, might, they might have an album called Day Zero. I think it's about like the end of the world or something. Name their first album. Uh, we are nine <laughs> Well, B price hard squint. Year zero, he got it. Yes, is that what it we'll is? Take it. Yeah, it's called Year Zero. Okay, what's their first album named? Oh, he said Day Zero. It's called Year Zero. You were really Eight close. Eight Inch Nails. Eight Inch Nails. <laughs> their first album was called Eight Inch Nails. They weren't, they weren't quite Nine Inch Nails yet. No, not yet. It's pretty, they had to grow more. It's pretty hate machine. And it's definitely, definitely my favorite uh, Nine Inch Nails album. Followed closely by uh, The Downward Spiral. Uh, sponsors, Dan. We're, sp- uh-huh. we're sponsored by Joey the Good Boy. We'll check in with Joey. Joey has been opting for laying on the ground lately. And he actually just got up and is walking around. And he's confused. Now he's walking around again. And he's going to get up on the couch. So that's where Joey was laying. Uh, hold on. I'll move the camera. Talk more about your favorite band, Dan. My, uh, my knowledge of Nine Inch Nails uh, pertains to the 
things that came out when I may or may not have worked at Best Buy. So I knew the titles of things. Can you name another member of Nine Inch Nails besides Trad Reznor? <sighs> Trick question. I doubt... He's the ol- he- he's the only member. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. He probably has people that he tours with all the time. Oh, okay. There's Joey. Joey's our oldest sponsor. He's a good boy. He's getting to be an old boy, but he's still a good boy. He watches our yard for squirrels like you wouldn't believe. I was listening to the new... Uh... Wait, I got to talk about our other sponsor. Oh, sorry. We're also sponsored by Mike Long, uh, a talented and lovely person who designed all our graphics. What were you listening to? I, I was going to make him a fake thing. <laughs> is, is, is Lemmy still alive? A lot of junk on that couch. What's the junk on there? There's a hat. There's two. There's two resistance bands, and there is. There's a roll of paper towels. He's talking about your dogs. Huge ass. There was a lot that's of junk head. on my floor. If you were looking there. That's my Al Pacino impersonation for the Huge gas. Uh, Dan only started following Nine Inch Nails during the Atticus Ross years. I don't need. I'm the the, the most Trent Reznor I've ever listened to is the soundtracks to. Uh, social network, and did he was he involved with girls dragon tattoo? Yeah, he did some way. Okay, Uh, but I I listened to the social network soundtrack uh, quite a few times through. Uh, I think the biggest, I think Nick's favorite band, Thirty Six Ninjas, is is Nine Inch Nails. He and Atticus Ross. Who the fuck is Atticus Ross? He he. uh, They've won Emmys and Academy Awards for making music. Atticus Ross together. sounds like a fake name. Uh, I mean, it very well could be. I'm going to ask But uh, those two uh, have been uh, powerhouses of the uh, of, of the like the, the soundtrack okay. business. What Wallabeef just said is what I was going to say. I can't remember if his favorite band is Nine Inch Nails or A Perfect Circle. It's one of those okay. two. Or they might tie. Which are both great choices. How are you, Dan? Uh, good. You seem tired. Not a little tired. Everybody in my house is tired today. And I don't know. Do you think... Hold on. What are you drinking? I'll get back to that in a minute. Because I want to drink alcohol. DDH raindrops. I almost, they had those at uh, Top 10. I almost picked one of those up. That would have been regular raindrops. Mm. Wouldn't have been DDH. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't have been DDH. I don't think his favorite band is Pussifer. I think he really likes Pussifer. But I, I, it's it's either Nine Inch Nails. I asked him in movie night. We'll see if he responds. It's either Nine Inch Nails or a Perfect Circle. How is it, Dan? That'll do, pig. Sorry. Oh, gross. Sorry, I talked over your uh, your crack. Okay. I'm going to get my beer. All right. I have my beer in this cooler. Keeps it nice and cold. It's a Playmate cooler by Igloo. Igloo, hit us up. At some point, you're going to have to switch coolers just so that Playmate knows that this shit's for real. You're not just going to keep giving them free advertising. Do you mean Igloo? What did I say? Playmate. The cooler. Yeah. It's the Playmate cooler by Igloo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is going to be my first one of the year. I haven't had a Hefe yet. It's from Shells. I haven't had their their half. 
Okay. It was decent. I like that. I like that sound. I've heard worse. Ooh, it pours real clear. It's like water. Oh, a little Deerfield logo in there. What are the bars looking like? I don't know. I covered it up. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Why is the stream taking? It's not moving. <laughs> stream down? Your stream just crashed. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're, it's, it's constantly just stuttering. Oh, we're at zero. Yeah, it's just stopping. Oh, oh yeah, we're just done now? We're just literally at zero. No, we just got to six viewers. Now we're at now zero? We're, now we're back up to 5,000 kbps. It's just now showing you drinking your beer. Holy shit. It's going all over the place. Is there something else running? No, dude. I cannot figure it out. It's got to be Discord doing something. Because Discord has been pushing updates like crazy. And if I stream just myself playing video games we never have this issue but now we had this last week and there was a discord update and now this week again when i'm streaming with discord it's like fucking something up royally which it wasn't doing before otherwise i, I don't know i don't know what it is i think it's back it was at it was literally at zero it's still going everywhere but the funny thing is is like it'll be green at It'll, so it'll be green at like 1,800 kilobytes per second. Mm -hmm. And then it'll drop to like 1,400 kilobytes per second and it'll show yellow. Then it'll jump way up to like 4,000 kilobytes per second. It'll show green. But then because I think because it drops so much, then it drops back down to like 2,000 kilobytes per second. It shows red. So I have no idea. Games is your, updated. Is your, is your Steam just updating games? No, Steam's not even running. There's, can you guys see my screen? No, you can only see my start menu. There's Discord, OBS, whatever dumb Windows security, and a Bluetooth thing. Like, that's all that's running. Unless it's running in the background somewhere, but it should just be... Now, if it was running, it'd be in your little triangle thing yeah, in the bottom bar. Yeah, it would be in my dock. Not necessarily your dock, but it'd be in like the, in the, on the far right. Th that's what I mean. Candy Crush is updating. I don't know what it is. I told Amber because Amber for distance teaching has been uploading videos. It's back down to like under a thousand. I seriously have no idea what it is. The only thing I can think is Discord somehow. Because like I said, I streamed. I've streamed several nights of playing video games and it's just fine. Mm hmm. And last week, it seemed like it was jumping all over, but it never seemed to be an issue. So I was like, cool, I'm just going to cover that stupid little uh, square that changes colors up so I don't have to pay attention to it this week. And now that I did, it was like, well, fuck you. If you're not going to pay attention yeah, to me, I'm going to completely you. crash. I'm show you. Because it is. It's just, it yo-yos all over the place. And like when I'm playing, when I'm streaming by myself without Discord, it doesn't do that. So I don't know. I even rebooted my router before we started. Like, maybe that'll help. Is Chrome open? Kill Chrome. Uh, one tab of Chrome is open, but it's okay. I mean, Chrome. I did that last. I did that last week, and it didn't help at all. 
Oh. Unless I have to like go into task manager and completely kill it in the background. No, I, I, who knows? Well, that was just annoying that it completely crashed. Because like last week... Yeah, it seems to be fine now. Like I'm saying, when it wasn't doing anything last week, it was like, okay, well, whatever. The only other thing I was thinking is like, what if... But this, I, I haven't taken any new pictures or videos. Like, you know, I take pictures of my kids and videos of my kids. And my phone is set to sync to Google. And so last week I was like, well, maybe my phone started syncing or something. Yeah, it's going all over the place. I'm going to cover this fucking thing up again. I don't know what else to do. Unless like unless people on the stream want to watch me start Task Manager and just start <laughs> going through it. That's what, fine. what were we talking about before it tanked? Beer? You were having like your first half of Ison or something? First half of Ison of the year. It's uh It's fine. Okay. Kind of disappointed. <clears throat> I, my gold standard is Polliner, honestly. Their half of Ison is my absolute favorite. This tastes like a half of Ison, but it like I don't know. It's got no it's got no soul to it, Dan. Mm. Um turn off your Wi-Fi and your phone, but that isn't the issue. There, I haven't taken any pictures that it would be uploading. I don't the only thing that I can figure is Discord is is doing something is like because it's just like uh what, what what were we joking around about the other night and then rob started getting advertisements for it almost instantly and walla beef even said we were chatting in discord on movie night and then walla beef even said like discord ain't free for no reason <laughs> so the only thing i can think is that some update they did recently is like sending track tracking data that's just like obliterating my connection speed geo oh yeah we're okay nick was playing GeoGuessr and streaming it and we were all mm -hmm. like watching and participating and then rob started to get ads for it uh why are you running discord that's how we do the video that's how we yeah dan's not here he's not in my house so disc so the the stream just shows disc the video of dan at his house Mm -hmm. So we have to run Discord. And that's where I'm saying that's the only thing I can think of because if I stream video games on my own, I don't seem to have this issue. So whatever. Dan, I was asking you, you seem tired. Huh? Yeah. And then, and then you were saying that your whole family's tired. And so like last night I was awake. Well, and uh, Mike complained about being tired today too. And last night Did I woke up. Demons? I saw demons. I woke up at like three in the morning, but like wide awake. Like if I had, mm -hmm. like, let's say I woke up and I looked at my watch and it was like five 30 and my alarm goes off at six. I would have just gotten up. Like I would have just got up and had some quiet time before the kids got up. Right. Just drank some coffee. Cause a half hour is not going to do much, but it was like three in the morning. So I laid around like wide awake. My, my brain just wanted to go do stuff. And I almost wonder, like, should I have just gone and done something for a half hour to, like, tire myself out instead of laying there for an hour and a half? But then my kids, like, right away this morning were, like, whiny and fussy. And Amber and I were both short on patience. And then, like, Mike said he was tired today. You seem tired. And I want to – this is going to sound really woo-woo. But I want to know, 
Do you think there's anything to like... I have no idea what it would be. So these aren't my actual things. I'm just throwing out examples. Do you think there's anything that we don't fully understand yet that can affect people on a massive scale where like everybody just kind of gets tired and cranky? Like something weird that we're not even thinking of, like a solar flare or some atmospheric change because it's supposed to be like in the 80s tomorrow because they're, they're uh, quite, quite possibly i don't know like like there you know like there could be something to do with like magnetic like some sort of magnetic thing that just does just trips us just trips a certain thing in your brain yeah i don't want to get into the whole like mercury mercury and retrograde thing because i don't even i suppose the best way to put it is i don't even know enough about it <laughs> Schwartz is like a global pandemic and chaotic election. But like, why why last night? There wasn't anything, I mean, there wasn't anything out of the ordinary in, you know, in the context of 2020 last night. I don't know. Like, like I'm, I'm starting to notice like the less sunlight more. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. So one thing that I will say, when I worked at Cornerstone... And now that I have my own kids and like, I'm going to acknowledge that this sounds really stupid, but I swear when there's a full moon, kids are different. They get crazier. They get nuttier when there's a full moon. Almost all the time. Almost all the time. It's all that gravity. I don't know. I, but I swear to God, there's something to it. But it's like one of those things where I'm like, I know this is too stupid and I can't actually prove it. But when when I worked at Cornerstone, it would be like, man, why were these kids fucking bananas today? Like, you'd have no idea. And then that night, you'd be like, you know, going around, locking up the house, or I don't know what you, we were doing. And you'd look outside and you'd be like, oh, it's a fucking it's full, the werewolf. It's a fucking full moon tonight. No wonder those kids were such psychos. QJR mentioning the study on hospital activity during a full moon. Is that a real thing? Yes. I Hold on. Is it a real thing that women actually go into labor? I, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure I learned that when Amber was, when we were doing baby classes. That women, more women go into labor during a full moon than not. Like to a, to a statistical degree. That's not something that I've Googled. Javin says any teacher will tell you the same thing. True. It, it, it's one of those like anecdotal things that just it it seems like there's enough evidence around it, but I don't think anyone could actually tell you why. I don't think it's Amber's mom will try and tell you why, <laughs> but she's not she's not correct. That's where it gets crazy is when people start to tell you like, oh, it's because blah blah blah, and it's like there's I don't know, I just it was a thing. But no, no, was, that's like I, that's why I would never I, I'm not going to rule. Uh, that out because there seems to be like enough anecdotal evidence to support like at least looking further into it. Yeah, but yeah, that was just that's what it, when when you because sometimes you'll jump into Discord and you'll have a lot of energy, or sometimes mm-hmm. you'll jump into Discord and you'll be tired. And same with me, like sometimes, and it's always the best is obviously if we jump into Discord and we both have a lot of energy. But sometimes it's like, we'll jump into Discord and I'll be like, oh, I'm glad I have a lot of energy today because Dan seems worn down. But then there are, there are days where I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. And I jump in and you get me wound up and that's good. Mm-hmm. But like today we were both tired and I was like, and everybody at my house was tired. And I mean, I asked Amber, like, did you guys have a rough night? And it's like, well, not any rougher than normal. So it was just, 
odd. Hmm. And uh, that question... I am also tired, by the way. Sorry, Wade. I wonder <laughs> if it is just... I think there is something to the fact that, like, to, you know, this morning it was it was pretty cold, and then tomorrow's high is, like, 82. Mm-hmm. I think those kind of changes can... Oh, they, they mess with, like, my, like, sinuses and stuff like that. Yeah, and that can make it harder to sleep. And then, yeah, just the... It's getting colder. And, yeah, that Mike Pence fly. That was weird. <laughs> That was. I woke up this morning and was like, "Why are people tweeting about?" Uh, like the first one I saw was a Scott Ackerman tweet about flies. It was like, "What is going on?" Um. Oh, and my. I love uh, Lobos, a Twitch streamer, tweeted, "Did, did the did the fly die?" And then just tweeted, "Oh, there it goes." And I had no frame of reference for it at first. It was like, "What the mm-hmm. fuck are people talking about?" Because I didn't watch the debates. How bad is that? If I don't, this is really the first year where I feel like there's a, there's zero need for me to watch the debates between these these people because I just know that I'm not going to vote for Trump. Um, I, yeah, I'd, I'd say you don't necessarily have to watch it live, but uh, it, it, it's 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 probably still a good idea the next day to kind of. Uh, see what the points were well it seemed like from what i was gathering and to be fair i didn't watch it but it seemed like from what i was gathering the trump uh and biden debate seemed utterly pointless Uh, pointless sure like they they they, they, you know it's not like they uh they you know it's they were they were trying to make points uh and it and it and it showed things about Trump, so it's not necessarily pointless. It, it was still it was still an exercise that needed to be done. Showed things that oh yeah, you're saying like for people who don't know who they're voting for, correct? Or for like, me? I, I, for me? That's what I'm. Uh, I'm asking the question yes. for me. Yes, for 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 you, it it, it would not have served a purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it seemed like a total train wreck. And then I didn't really look into... Because I just... It's like you only have 24 hours in a day. And not even that. My contact is bugging the shit out of me right now. Um, It's like I know that I'm going to vote for Biden. I don't... There's like nothing that Trump can do that would sway me at this point. Mm-hmm. So for me, there's just not a lot of point in watching it. Sure. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like watching those videos where people wipe out and get hurt. I don't like watching those either. Which I got a bone to pick with Instagram. I like silly fall down things on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Um, me and Javin constantly send them back and forth to each other. Where you just see what was the last one I sent you, Javin? Where you <laughs> instead of laughing, you sent a response like, "Man, that has to hurt." Oh. It was uh, like the NFL, like a guy was doing the NFL combine and he like, I, I think that's what it is. And he had to run down the field and do a thing and then catch a ball. But he was looking the wrong way for the ball. And right when he realized he was looking the wrong way, he turns his head and the ball just drills him in the head <laughs> and it hits him so hard that it knocks him down. And then he like gets back up and keeps running I like like that guy. I mean, I'm sure that didn't feel good, but he's fine. Mm-hmm. But then Instagram, it it doesn't really 
get because it just it's just like oh here's another video with similar tags but it'll be like gym fails and it'll be like somebody getting hurt by a weight Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, I don't want to see these Instagram. I don't want to see people getting hurt. Mm-hmm. I want to see like goofy. Look at this lady. She hates, she's got three drinks and she tries to sit down in this chair and, it, and one of the legs breaks. And like, I want to see that. I don't want to see. Watch this guy fail on the squat and it falls on his neck. The fuck is that? The fuck is that, Dan? Squat fails. You like squat fails? No. No. Uh, Nick has not answered us. I'm sad to say. Perfect. He's probably smoking. <clears throat> smoking, missing mm-hmm. decapitations. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything new with you this week? I miss seeing my buds. Uh, I, I started watching the the boys on. Uh, Amazon. It sounds like I would hate that show based on the name. Prime show. Uh, Wait, is this about superheroes? Yes. Okay. Uh, so there's like a Justice League sort of thing, uh, like run by like a corporate entity. Uh, you have you have the feeling that the guy that is Superman is very much just like a kind of the the aloofness that. That you'd be afraid the Superman would become. Yeah, it's like the, I'm just too, I'm too good for these people. The impression like, I got was that he was almost like a sociopath. Yeah, like they're okay. not they, they, like like humanity is kind of beneath him is what you're. Uh, but it, it yeah it's it's you know it starts with like a a regular dude uh, like something kind of terrible happens to him by one of the superheroes. Um, and like, like accidentally or perpetrated by a superhero. Uh. I, I, I won't say exactly. Okay. Um, but, you know, he's doesn't doesn't like that it's just kind of getting washed on the rug because that's just kind of how it works in, the in like, you know, since they have all their lawyers and stuff like that, it's easy for them to kind of, like, control, like, the, the media and things like that. The superheroes have lawyers? Yeah. Or the superhero <laughs> organization? This organization does. Okay, okay. This corporation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so... This guy who's obviously been wronged by superheroes in the past, like this other dude, uh, kind of uses him to get back at uh, or try and like try and hurt the superheroes, basically. Try and like show them for who they are, sort of thing. Like figure sure. out, you know, yeah. You like it? Yeah, it, it's it's really neat so far. Like it's very like it's 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 very violent. Uh, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like, it's hard R in that, in that respect. Like, it's very much like a, like an HBO sort of show. Yeah. Um, but it's, I don't know where it's going. Like, I have like ideas about like what I think might be the end game, but it's very much like, it's, I'm not sure the story it's trying to like tell me like in, not in like a bad way, but more of like a, uh, I don't know what their true motivations are. Hmm. I'll wait until you're that's, done. That's, that's kind of neat. You can let me know if you think we should watch it. But it's it's, it's nice because it's it's something very different from like the the way that those sorts of like superhero stories have been told. Like Watchmen's done like dark and gritty superheroes before. Yeah. But uh, this is like a, a different a different way in that sort of adult form of 
storytelling to kind of tell a different story in that medium i think oh no the first one the first one that was probably more like adult themed superhero thing that i was ever really exposed to was uh frank miller's the The dark knight oh yeah uh which you borrowed to me a long time ago and that was really cool to like see kind of a grittier yeah like a grittier seems like such a cliched term but yeah like it's see it presented in that way yeah, where it's like you don't really know like what the because because it's because like the gloves are like since there's no since like the handcuffs are off, it's mm-hmm. like what what are they gonna actually do? Yeah, because like because it can't just it won't just be wrapped up like the same normal way because they're they're not constrained by the the way it had to be told, which is yeah that that kind of makes that kind of that's kind of neat. Yeah, that they don't have to paint the the heroes in a in a really. Uh... What's the word I'm looking for? They they don't have to be heroic. No. <laughs> they can be conflicted and So yeah, I'll wait. That's, Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, like and kind of one of one of your one of your like your your two kind of entry points. So there's the guy that the thing happens to, mm-hmm. and there's a girl who is super like she I think people in this world can just kind of be born with super like superpowers. Sure, like the X Men. Yep. And so there's a spot open in the the justice league like one of their members has retired and so she it's like a you know like a uh just a nice high school girl from kansas that wants to like like actually like think she wants to be a superhero yeah uh and so she gets the job and then but she finds out like almost immediately that these people are just fucking narcissistic sociopaths that's, okay that's kind of cool so it's like a serpico almost yeah so it's like yeah so like at some point you like they'll probably meet up and work together in some in some vein because like i don't think she, she doesn't like what they're doing and he doesn't like what they're doing so it'll be a some sort of wait this mind. other guy is a superhero no he's normal but got it got i think it. Okay. i think there's i think their paths will cross that would make sense based on what i know of how stories how stories work, <laughs> work. uh amber and i still have to finish the last kingdom i it was the boys, yes, well, yes, well, beef. It's the boys, uh, not the Shield or Supergirl. Um, this is the first week that you and I are not doing three phone shifts a week of tech support. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're down to do we? We're like halfway through, or like a, th- a third of the way through the last season that came out, and they're. They're going to release a new season soon. Amber just asked in chat, do we? One more season? We stopped watching, and that's what I was going to explain, because the doing those three shifts a week, mm-hmm. it really it really makes me realize, like, the not realize, but it just really makes me feel like the introverted part of myself. Because even when I'm on the phone, like, doing this with you, is a little different, but like when I'm on the phone with people I don't know, especially the amount of people that we have to be on the phone with, and you have to be like patient and friendly and a, a decent human because they're frustrated too. Like that takes social energy. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I'd have to come home and be dad and, you know, do all that. And then by the time I got kids to bed, it was like, I don't want to do anything with anybody. Like I want to put headphones on. And watch somebody else play video. Like I don't even want to play video games. 
don't mm-hmm. want to read a book. I just want to like sit and watch a thing <laughs> for like an hour and a half and then I'm going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this has been the first week now where like I feel like I'm getting some of that energy back. But yeah, like, Amber and yeah. I just kind of dead stopped watching. Uh, we were We were cooking through The Last Kingdom pretty good there. But then, yeah, once the school year got in full swing and we were doing all those shifts, it was just like I just had no no social points left at the end of the day, unfortunately. Like not even enough to watch a show with another person. I just wanted to do my own thing. I, th- I think that's why I started watching this now is that for like the last month, it's like I didn't have like the energy to start a new show. It's like, ah, no. It's such a <laughs> it's such a stupid thing, but it's so true. You're like so wiped. You just want you want comfort food, but in the form of TV. Yeah, like I don't, don't want to see it. I don't want to see this new thing. I don't want to watch a thing that I have to pay attention to. I want to watch mm-hmm. this guy play Final Fantasy 15 and make dick jokes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I did, I did really like that during the past few weeks. I haven't done it as much probably in the last two weeks. I've been doing more reading. Uh but I liked playing, I almost said Sekiro. I, I liked playing Sudoku and watching Twitch. That was nice. Schwat asked if you were watching Hannibal at some point. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll probably finish that just because I, I, I'm like three episodes in like the, the third and final season. Uh, that, that show could be a lot sometimes. <laughs> Uh, it was just the uh, it, it could be it was very dark very, yeah very dark and very uh well, well yeah let's, let's go dark because like it was there's there a lot of like violence being perpetrated on people and like serial killer sadistic violence yes like it was a it was a very good show. Like it was, it was like it was, it was like visually like very like arresting and stuff at certain points. But uh, it it was just like uh, it, it could be a bunch of if I watched a few episodes in a row, it's kind of like uh, I want to go to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Amber and I stopped watching. Uh, what was that Netflix serial killer show? I think Matt said he and Anne just finished it called like the mind of a killer or something like that does that sound right murdery murdery is not right amber <laughs> is it a is it a, like a documentary murdery no so it's a show that's it's based around the guy uh, mind hunter mind hunter that is it oh well you watched the first season a long time ago well so we watched it a, a long time ago it was right after nemo was born mm-hmm. and like Trump was newly elected and it just seemed like things this is a lot. <laughs> things things weren't going well and it doesn't seem like they've gone any better in the in the mm-hmm. uh not what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Not convening years in the intervening? Intervening years. Um and it was just like that show was really good and held my mm-hmm. attention, but it was fucking depressing because it was also based around like real serial killers. And there, there was an episode where they were talking about, like, a lot of serial killers are people who's, like, they think their moms didn't love them and it, like, really fucked them up and they talked to this one guy. And there's, like, there's a real interview with this guy. From what I remember, this is, like, three and a half years ago now, but 
there's an interview with this guy where he talks about the way his mom would like degrade him and she was just like awful to him. And I was just like, man, I don't want to watch the show. <laughs> That's I'm, the guy that does uh, all those Hannibal and like Red Dragon stuff is based on. Oh, really? That like the main character in that he was the like he like revolutionized the way people thought about serial killers. Oh yeah, so, the, like, the, so the detective. He's the basis for all those characters in those books. Like he, I think he, I think he helped co-write them, or he may have actually. Yeah, I think he, I think he was kind of. Wait, the serial killer or the detective? The detective. Okay, yeah, not the serial killer. No. I was talking about whoever the serial killer was. He was just like, there's a real interview you can go watch with him, where he's just super honest about everything. And he talks about his mom, and I was like, I don't want to, man. These are these are fucking bumming me out. It, they were really good, but they were also like, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch something. I want to. I want to practice some escapism. <laughs> like, like the interesting thing with like like Hannibal, because it's based on Red Dragon, like the the first book in it, where it's so it's like Hannibal's not in jail yet, and he's like working with the FBI. So it's like it's an it's interesting. Like 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 the whole like cat and mouse thing was very interesting because it's like he's. He's a narcissistic, no, like a narcissistic sociopath that yeah. thinks he can't be caught, and he's killing people during this whole during you know like while this is all going on and stuff. Uh, so like that that was all neat, but yeah, there's some of like the like because not every episode, but the majority of them like involve some sort of like crime they were investigating, like they found a body in something, mm-hmm. uh, and some of it's just like I don't want to see this <laughs> well i think that was the final straw for me was there was one they were they were in like some bumfuck town and they were trying to find like kids or a kid who had disappeared and like i knew eventually they were going to find this kid and he was going to have been like tortured to death or something and i was like fuck this i'm out i know <laughs> i just i don't want to watch it mm-hmm. and i don't know i used to think my parents like my parents would be like that with certain things i don't want to watch that ad and they'd be like why and now like as a as a parent, I, I just kind of get it. It's like I don't want to watch that. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. That doesn't mean it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I don't want any part of it. I want something uh, like what Javin is saying. All this sounds too heavy. You guys should get into ninety day finance. Finance. I know it doesn't say. <laughs> so uh, the first time Javin talked to me about ninety day fiance, I read it like three times in a row as finance because I was just skimming it. And my bro- I was like, what the fuck could the show that Javin is talking about be like? What could it be about? 90-day finance. Like, do they... And so I started to build this image of it in my head where, like, it's about a, a, a uh, an accountant, like a bookkeeper, and he goes and... Or, like, a... a, a what's the word for the tax people? They have a... They're a, a special kind of tax person. A CPA? A CPA. They have a CPA. And they go. They they have like couples that are in financial trouble, and they meet with the CPA, and they like go over their finance, and they're like, "Why are you spending this much money on outfits for dogs?" And like that's the whole. Like that's how I started, I started to build the show in my head. That lady that yells at guys. That there's like a she's got that haircut, like a Karen haircut. Fuck. I have no idea what you're talking about. She like she had like a show where like people would call in, and she'd be like, you "Can't buy stuff anymore." Uh, damn it. I someone, don't know. Someone shall say it. I hope so. I don't know what you're talking about. But that, uh, so I started to build this whole idea of the show in my head that it was like, there were, because I, I got the impression that there were couples. And I was like, okay, so there's couples and they, <laughs> like, wall of beef's idea. How much could you earn and reinvest in 90 days? <laughs> oh, camera. Everything's fucking up tonight. 
90 Day Finance. So I thought that was the show, and I was like, man, that's got to be a dull fucking show. And then eventually I realized that he was typing fiance and not finance. Weird thing I, I got an appreciation from uh, from the second season of, of Hamlet. It's like Lord's Fishburne's in the show. Um, he kind of plays like the... Susie, yeah, kind of, Susie Orman? Thank you. Thanks, Paul Beef. Uh, but so like there's like the scene in like uh, in like the Matrix where like Lawrence Fishburne's fighting like Agent Smith and he's getting he's just getting his ass handed to him like he like he's doing like this stuff and like he's like bloody and like and yeah, it, yeah. It, it, look, it looks super cool like he's fighting like kind of like like on instinct but he's he's just getting his ass kicked yep like uh, as he's getting thrown through walls and stuff so like there there's a point in season two where like Lawrence Fishburne to like throw down with someone and. I, I have an appreciation for the way he can fight while getting his ass kicked. Like he does a good job of like taking punishment, but like fighting back and it looking like it, it, it looks great. Huh. But like he's like he's like throwing down with some dude for like fucking like fifteen minutes in this scene. Fifteen just, minutes? Like, oh, like people are getting stabbed. It's like it's nonsense. Jesus. But, uh, I'll I'll give Lawrence Fishburne the crown of guy who looks the best getting his ass kicked in a fight. That's a cool crown. Suze, not Susie. Uh, Wall of Beef, our our stream tanked at the beginning, so you might have had you might need to refresh if your chat is way off, or it's still just fucking up. I don't know. I put a piece of of, of paper over it so I can't see it because it's too distracting for me. Because it doesn't seem too far behind. It's though. fucking maddening to me that I can't figure out why it's happening. It just happens for seemingly no reason. I'm not going to start again. Nope. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll be interested to hear. I don't like the title of that show, to be honest. No, it's it's, it's one of those things where I, th- I think it's originally based on a comic book to start off with about like a group of guys that fight superheroes, and they were called the Boys. So I think it's where they took their bases from. Yeah, it's, you just shouldn't title oh. anything the Boys. It, yeah, so it's <clears throat> it's but it makes me whatever. think of some I don't know borderline racist music group from like the nineteen fifties. <laughs> The boys, or borderline actual racist group from today. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. That's all I got. Rob's random topic. Rob's random topic, uh, and I'm gonna crack another beer. Do it. Yeah. This 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 half almost like at certain points it almost was sweet enough to make me think there was banana in it. It's like a, it's a little too sweet. Hats are usually banana e. You know that part, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm not saying it's bad. Uh, but, 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 but too sweet. Uh, Wall of Beef, you said retesting chat to video delay, but I don't know when that came in because I wasn't looking at chat. It's just You're a little too about. sweet for me. And you know, I don't okay. really like sweet stuff all that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna drink another one of them. They're good, but a bit faster this time. Yeah, I saw that one pop up, so that's how fast that one really came. Fast now. What's what's that wedding song? Where am I? I'm like, uh, what is that? It's, song? Not the, it's not the electric slide one. I can hear it in my head, but I can't sing it. Why is that? A little that? bit faster now. A little bit faster now. A little bit softer now. What's the what's fox say? It's not that. Softer now. And like everyone's kind of like. Anytime it's, somebody it's, brings up what's the fox say, it makes me one of my favorite memories of my life is Matt's dad, drunk out of his mind at Matt's wedding. When wedding's over. Wedding like, is far over. Everybody's trying to clear out. And Kyle's on the dance floor. Just dancing. 
hat with a, on. With a big, no, it was a crown. Hat. He was wearing a crown that yeah, was like covering him. half of his eyes out on the dance floor. And Matt goes out there to like, come on, dad, let's go. And Matt, <laughs> Kyle puts an arm around Matt and starts dancing with him. <laughs> it was golden. Mm-hmm. I got a, uh, Jevin says, I got a smoked half from Hammerheart. It's weird. I don't even know what a smoked half is. I'm never buying another beer that says smoked. That's where meat beer came from. Because it was like a smoked yeah. sausage beer. And it, it, was, it made me sick. I think every beer from Hammerheart is smoked. Put a banana on the grill. They do that. Put a banana on the grill. (laughs) (laughs) That was so stupid. (laughs) Put a banana on the grill. (laughs) I like that quite a bit. All right. Rob's random topic. You're going to have to go first because I'm going to get my next beer. Uh, so, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, we have one segment on a podcast. It's called Rob's Random Topic. Every week, Dan or myself will text our friend Rob on a random or on a group chat and demand a random topic. The rule of Rob's Random Topic is first thought, best thought. What that means is that whatever pops into Rob's head first is what he has to send us. And he doesn't get to prepare anything ahead of time or like have a list of ideas to send us. Uh, Rob's an honest man. I believe him. This Does week, ever call him Mount Robmore? What? Go ahead. I did not get that joke. I like to put a banana on the, what was it? Not on the boat. Put a banana Good. on the ground. Um, Rob's random topic this week. Favorite deceased artist or two. I'm assuming that because I actually asked him uh, on the day that uh, Eddie Van Halen passed away. So I'm assuming that's why that was on oh, his mind. Oh, sure, sure. All right. I'm going to get my beer. Um, oh, man. I have to, I'll have to think about this one. I don't, I don't have one off the top of my head. Thank you, Wallabeef. Get in the boat, the banana boat. Put Taste. another banana on the boat. Artist. Javin says, correct. I also tried a smoked Marzenfest beer. Could taste the meat. It's gross. I tried so hard to like that meat beer. It just tastes like sausages. And then I, and then I got sick. Uh, Javin, the topic is favorite deceased artist or two. I'm, I'm having Dan go first because I don't even have to say mine. I talk about him every week. Yeah, it's John Wolfs. <laughs> it's Trad Reznor. Um, man, I really, I really don't know. Waldbeef says you can say Dom de Louise. Dom de Louise. Who's Dom de Louise? I know that's that my name. Dom de Louise laugh. Man, you made the mic peak. Who's Dom de Louise? Why do I know that name? He's like the funny fat guy from uh, like a uh, uh, from like Burt Reynolds movies. Doesn't I don't think I've ever seen a Burt Reynolds movie. I'm loving this. What's happening? Uh, the only Burt Reynolds movie I feel like I've ever seen is Smokey and the Bandit. Lance Daly, Kubrick. Uh, we, we, we started off the, Those are two really the good show ones. with uh, Fred Merckx. Fred, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he's a, he was, yeah there he's you a go. Pet. 
He's a very he's a very talented deceased artist. Well, it's not talented. It's your favorite. Oh, I wish Rob uh, was in here. I'd ask him what his is. I I enjoy him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Who's Tube Hooper? Tobe Hooper? Toby? Toby Hooper? Toby Wan? Toby Wan? Toby Hooper Toby did Wan. those. Uh, I think he Chan. did those movies like Smoking a Bandit and stuff. But I could be wrong. Uh, so Javin says Lane Staley, Kubrick, Wes Craven. I didn't know Wes Craven was dead, I guess. And oh, oh he did was Chainsaw Massacre. Chainsaw okay. Massacre. Okay. Lane Staley and Kubrick are really good answers. Lane Staley, uh, <clears throat> well, there was a time I was listening to Down in a Hole, and I put lyrics from it in Facebook chat and was like, man, this song or something, and they're such dark lyrics that it prompted Javin to go, you, are you doing okay, buddy? <laughs> and I just remember laughing. Yeah! I, I laughed. This was years ago, and I laughed. I was like, "Yeah, I'm just high listening to Alice in Chains," but like, I really, I sincerely feel like when you look at the lyric, look at my. Uh, somebody's gonna correct me if I get it. I don't get it 100, percent but it's like, look at my heart. I decorate it like a grave. It's such a like hokey lyric, but when he like with the music and him singing it, he pulls it off. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're like, I just feel like when I read that, it's like that would be, if I read that poem, it'd be like, bam, this is a kind of a sappy poem. But like him singing it just adds this level to it that I, it works. Well, it's it's the, it's the same thing with when we were, when we listened to fucking Princes of the Universe by Queen. It's like anybody else singing that song or saying those lyrics, we'd be like, this is the dumbest thing ever. But they, they wrote to their strengths. That's really true. That's a good put. That's a good way to put it. They wrote to their strengths, or is it that? I mean, musicians are usually the ones that hit me the most. Do you mean when they pass away, Jeff? Um, I can't stop reading that as Tube Hooper, and I'm like, who's name? <laughs> who's name Tube? Who's name Tobe? What was the What's the one guy's name? Treat. Treat Williams. Treat. His name's Treat. Uh, David Bowie. Oh, yeah. I don't... I can't remember... Yeah, hard to anticipate when they were born. Um, yeah, okay, Javin. John Prine, most recently. John mm-hmm. Prine John Prine was hard. I really like John Prine's music. I don't know that I would... I, I would feel insincere claiming him as, like, one of my favorite musicians of all time, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't... I've only like really fully sat down and listened to a few of his albums. Um, but I, like I had such a special connection with him and my mom because my mom loved John Prine. And I can remember driving around as a kid growing up listening to John Prine. And then like my mom loved the heartbreaking songs like Sam Stone. Sam Stone is a song about a guy who gets drafted and goes to Vietnam and it totally ruins his life and he gets addicted to heroin and the, the chorus of the song is uh, there's a hole in daddy's arm where all the money goes. Like, it's just, it's a horribly depressing song. And 
my mom my mom would always connect with those like most depressing songs and i've i remember being a kid thinking like why do you love these depressing songs and then as i've gotten older i kind of understand it more you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but yeah that one hit me hard but i don't think i've ever had one where it was like a person i like it's obviously sad whenever anybody passes away especially if they pass away before kind of you know quote unquote their time but when I was I think I even messaged you guys in Facebook chat if I remember right when my friend Piotr in in uh Poland messaged me when, and it was like it was I think the day after or two days after Aurora was born that Gene Wolfe had passed away it was I was honest, honestly I was like surprised by how it it was like somebody I knew died I was so sad and I, th- I think I messaged you guys and I was like, I'm sure this probably sounds dumb. And I, f- I felt bad after I said it because I was like, I don't think I've ever felt that before when somebody passed away that I didn't know. But it was, and everybody in, every, everybody in movie night was super nice. But they were like, no, I totally get it. And I was like, oh, okay, good. Because yeah, it was just, it was almost startling is like too strong of a word, but I just did not expect to be that upset by it. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's one of those things that kind of gives you a little bit of an insight into when, when like, when you see, like, a, like, like, a, like, sort of an overwhelming reaction to, like, a, when, like, a, like, like, certain, like, public figures that you may, that you may have not thought were super, like, popular, influential, but they, you know, it's, they, certain people just connect with them on a, on a certain level that, like, the loss of this person, they never actually knew, but, they spend so much time with uh, can really affect them. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it certainly gave me a new appreciation for people who are affected, you know, by the passing of people. Um, I think it's a weird thing because I think a part of it is, you know, like you're with artists, I guess you're not going to ex- get to experience any new art from them. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a part of it. That's just sad. A part of it for me was like, I always had this dream of getting to meet Gene Wolf and just being able to tell him like how impactful what he did. I mean, it utterly changed. I had, I'd wanted to be a writer since I was in fourth grade and then discovering Gene Wolf completely changed how I wanted to write like a, like a complete mm-hmm. 180. I mean, he, he's arguably the most powerful artistic influence on my life. <laughs> uh, so it definitely gave it, uh, it just gave me a new perspective on something that I don't think I appreciated before. <laughs> yeah, says the most recent I can remember is Chadwick Boseman. Who's that? Black Panther. Oh yeah. And like, like that's the sort of one where it, what he meant to a certain community is like something that I just can't comprehend. Mm-mm. Like, like the way I would kind of read about it after the fact and like, it's just like even people that might not have been so, like so into superheroes or anything like that. They, they went to see his movie because of what it represented for like them as a people. And so like, he came to like represent that for them like that, like he, he like he really was like this like Prince of Wakanda in like their eyes like he, yeah. like he was he was this larger than life kind of figure for them 
Yeah, that one is one that I think is is. It, I think I would have gotten. It's hard to say because it's like you said. Like I don't. It's it won't ever impact me the same way. But it's like from the outside looking in, that's one I can look at and think like, yeah, I would. I can see why that was why that was such an important figure to lose. Mm-hmm. But there, I, I don't know. The one with Gene Wolfe kind of made me. It made me more empathetic to it. I guess. I used to kind of think like, man, why do you, you never you didn't know this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I used to kind of be, I would never say it to anybody. I, I don't think I might say it to you guys jokingly, but it was always be in my head. Like, why do you care so much? Like you didn't even know them. I mean, it's sad that they died, but like, you okay. know, it's not like, Oh, now tomorrow I won't get to see them. But it, it kind of, yeah, it clicked in for me more with Gene Wolfe. Uh, and yeah, what shot says just a shock too with Chadwick Boseman, uh, came out of nowhere and then finding out the story of him hiding his cancer. That was, something else yeah because when you like when you see how fit that dude was at some points i mean Mm -hmm. that was crazy and that's just sad yeah but yeah my answer obviously is gene wolf uh but there's what i mean how does the question phrased favorite deceased artist or two i even said to rob People gonna have to listen to me talk about Gene Wolfe again. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I like Javin's answers of Lane Staley and Kubrick. Um, anything else I say, I just feel like I'd be. I don't know. It'd make me feel like a poser, I guess. Well, that's I mean, the thing. Like, it's like I, it's, it's not like it's 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 not like like I thoroughly enjoy like Tom Petty's music, mm-hmm. but it's I'm not gonna say that like I'm I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna put him in that category. Like I like I, I enjoyed his stuff, but it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and say he was my favorite for like that sort of, for like for like, kind of like that that same reason. Well, that's like it's so like, it's it's disingenuous a little bit. I have the moon from Starry Starry Night tattooed on me starry starry night is probably i mean if i had to pick a painting it's my favorite painting ever i did a thing in high school where i painted that i painted starry starry night four different times uh using different color themes because i loved it so much it was just it was fun to paint um but i don't know much else about van gogh like i know he cut off his ear uh you know, I know, I know, I know some of his other paintings, uh, like yellow chair and things like that, but it, I just, it would feel disingenuous to say like favorite artist. It's like, why the only tattoo I have is the moon from that painting because I love that moon so much, but I don't, I love that painting and that moon. I don't necessarily love Van Gogh. You know what I mean? We, uh, Van Gogh aside. Um, so like it's that, uh, you know, the the history books like he it says that like like he he committed suicide yeah uh but there's there's theories that like he didn't like he was he was he was shot by somebody else so this is like the Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love thing no it's it, it's like I, I forget exactly like the whole thing but like so there was like this uh there were a couple kids in town that were you know like. Like one of the kids was like kind of like a little, 
uh, like Dennis the Menace type, but more like maniacal. Murdery? Yeah. Uh, and they were, he'd like, he'd gone off to like paint in like, in like a field. And so like the people think that this kid had like his father's gun on him and like just actually shot Van Gogh. But like Van Gogh didn't want to like ruin this kid's life. So like he's kind of like went back home and just died. Basically, yeah, basically said yeah, like yeah, like so like that that's like the the theory is that it was this uh this this kid's the one who actually shot him. And uh I've never yeah. heard that before. Wall beef says it's more a forensic in the eighteen hundreds weren't a good type of thing. Weren't as good yeah. type of thing. Uh but it, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, just like Mr. Wilson, like Dennis Menace shoots him at one point, but Mr. Wilson doesn't want to. He knows he's a good kid deep doesn't, down. Doesn't want to ruin no. Dennis's life. Doesn't want to ruin his life. Because, uh, like, it's those were like, you know, as, as much as there's like Van Gogh is the tortured artist, it's he was just a like like no one ever thought that he was like he always seemed just like a like a nice like a nice genuine person around town. Yeah, I mean, he. That's always sad. Like his paintings weren't appreciated in his time, and then after he dies, he's like insanely famous or this whole thing about how like like pollock like the only reason that he got famous is because he had a publicist like this guy it's like his friend like was like wrote for magazines so that like so the only reason that became the the, the hot thing well, is that's, because they were told it was the hot thing if you so that's, that's the whole reason that pollock became became or pollock became a i think i've uh, talked about this before yeah. but if you steve martin wrote a book called an object of beauty and I I read that thing and was like I remember feeling like mad because it was like how the fuck is Steve Martin this talented? Because he's he had great stand up comedy. He's mm-hmm. a hysterical actor. I don't know if you've ever heard him play the banjo, but he is a pretty damn good banjo player. And then the an object of beauty is like about kind of like how insincere the art market is. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not heavy handed at all. It's done in such a good way. The way I it was just like when I finished that book, I was like, what the fuck is Steve Martin? But that's kind of what that's about, is like that yeah, art is basically people with money being told this is the new art. Like this person. Yeah. And it's just being lucky enough to like get picked as the person. And like I know we've talked about it before. It was like I, I Whatever, right around so when you're talking about like tax havens or something, who knows how like all these all these rich dudes buy it and it sits in these tax free zones in these cities where it's they don't have to pay any sort of import or export fees. It just sits in the box unopened, um, just appreciating value. So like all this art they're buying at auctions is never seen by anyone. Yeah, it's not for it's the just, art. It's, it's just box. it's like an investment. Yeah, which is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javin says Kobe Bryant made me surprisingly sad. Just the way it happened with his kid and all. Yeah, that one was. You're a yeah, monster I, if you weren't like if you didn't see that news and be like, oh my god, like that's just, it's just awful the way yeah, that happened. Yeah, that that was a, that was a that was a weird one. Or like the when uh, the guy that played. Chekhov in like the new Star Trek movies, like for for whatever I say, he was a nice guy, but like something happened where like his his car got put in gear 
uh, while he was like outside of it, and it, and it, it killed him. It could roll over him and killed him. Whoa, like, he like, like, like crushed him against like, like a wall or something. Uh, and it's like, it's it's such a, like this horrible like accident where it's like, yeah, like if you, you, you have to be some sort of monster to like not hear that and be like, and not be like, not be sad for them. Like, it's like, he like, because it's such a, such an unfortunate thing. Yeah, Anton Yelchin. Uh, let's see. Wall of Beef says sort of. Van Gogh was a bit of a maniac and would obsess about things. Course, I think that was in response to you saying he was a nice guy around town. Yes, yes. And Wall of Beef says, yeah, Van Gogh's brother was even an art dealer, and he couldn't get anything done with his art while he was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys know more about Van. So it's like I don't know. I can't. I don't. I. It's like I said. I would feel like a poser if I was like Van Gogh, because I don't. I like but that. Like, I, like something, something he did still touched you. Oh yeah, I mean, it, I really like that painting mm-hmm. a lot. Um, like I said, I I copied it four different times, and it I I remember doing it. It was very fun. It was also very high doing it, but I think the craziest, most recent one, gotta be nineteen ninety seven. Uh, Princess Diana. I can't remember a a larger universal like worldwide outpouring for a person who died. I was then relatively young. I think that she you died, I think you she died on my twelfth birthday. Me and Matt were celebrating you been, you been grade seven, maybe? She like died on my birthday or the day after. Because me and Matt were celebrating our birthday. Yeah, you yeah, you it, yeah, I think I think you would have been like grade seven or eight. So yeah. you you would have been yeah would have been very young. Yeah, I don't I don't I remember I remember it being a big deal, but I was also like I don't know who what who's I, I think Diana? since my mom always had People Magazine, okay. I I knew so much because like she was I see like she was on like every other cover of People Magazine. Interesting, I didn't know that because Princess Diana was just the thing in the world when it came to like she was like the original uh, worldwide like. She would have been like the number one Instagram person today. Like she, like like that sort of like she's like hmm. she was like she was that famous as a person around the world. What was she famous for? Just being a princess. She for being well, yes, for like for being like one that carried a lot more weight back then. Like just like the concept of like being this young beautiful princess, kind of like Grace Kelly. Uh, but then also, it seemed like she like she would she used her power for good like she was always doing like the humanitarian stuff with like the landmines yeah uh, or uh or stuff pa- like that AIDS patients yeah. things like that yeah and it seems like her sons do the same thing like they like like she they they're, they tried to carry on her mantle in that way to be very much uh just kind of pro uh just things around the world that kind of need yeah <laughs> need, you, need, need using attention. this position that you just kind of inherited to do exactly good yeah where, yeah where it's like you you know it's like you're never not they're never going to want for money but I, they're but they're also doing something good like it's it's this weird thing where it's like because we, we always have this fascination with the rich and famous um and pr- like princes and princesses are, are like kind of the epitome of rich and famous because they're just they're also royalty what's the thing with prince who's the younger one the redheaded one, Harry. Oh, Harry. Like he they he just kind of like rejected the whole quit. thing, right? 
because uh, his since his wife is black and it's the tabloids in Britain were absolutely horrible to her. Gross. Um, what the fuck is wrong with people? It's so they they just they just couldn't deal with they they just didn't want to deal with the the nonsense of it. So, so they they, they, just, moved, they, they, they moved to the country and they're gonna start doing other stuff now. Other sort them. of okay. Yeah. Yeah, like Wall Beast Point. A princess in England is useless if she doesn't try to do something. Yeah. And like I, <laughs> Schwartz is through his prince bad, prince badge like, on his desk. I watched. I really liked the Queen, the movie The Queen, starring Helen Mirren. Um, she plays Queen Elizabeth, and it's about Queen Elizabeth during that time. Which time? So, so when Princess Diana dies. Okay. Because they they. They'd always had a sort of, I don't want to say tense relationship, but the queen has always been like this kind of stoic, like, yeah, yeah. like rulerly type of monarch that the, the kind of outland, like out there in the tabloid sort of like princess that Diana ended up becoming after she got, after she got divorced from Prince Charles. Oh, they were divorced. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, kind of went against the like the grain where it's like, oh, she's getting photographed on yachts, being you know, uh, but when when she stuff like that, that it 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 took her a while to come to terms with like how famous she actually was, like you know, like who's the her in that sentence? It took the queen. Yeah. Okay. Like the way they deal with that sort of thing, like you know, she's an old lady. When you when you know it's like they don't she doesn't show emotion because she's a queen, she's like she's been trained from a very young age to basically just be like stoic. a oh like 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 some sort of stoic monarch, mm-hmm. uh, and people wanted her to show emotion like they wanted her to be sad like they were sad that like that her daughter in law was dead, and it's not that she wasn't sad that her daughter in law died, but that's not what the, that's not who she is as a person. Ex daughter in law, correct. Okay. Um, and so it was. A, it's a very, it was a very like interesting. Like it was, a, it was just a really neat movie to kind of see, uh, see this person portrayed because it's such a. I don't know. It was very good. Hmm. Well, it's says, a weird thing where like I feel like I I feel like I know more than I do about Princess Diana just because it was like the osmosis of being around it through my mom for so long, but like seeing it on TV or seeing the People magazines, I just I just buy virtue of being around it i always feel like you guys in so much of it in movie night know so much more about so many things than i do i could just read the same four books over and over again yeah and never pay attention to the world uh but uh it's 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 an interesting thing like the the whole royal family and how much like how much fame they garner well, Beef says, yeah, the whole deal is that she was like a commoner that married a mm-hmm. prince and then divorced him. Essentially a tabloid feed bag for two decades. I didn't know any of that. Which, like, commoner in that she, I think, she came from a lesser house. Like, she wasn't like a... Well, didn't uh, didn't, th- didn't th- the redheaded prince marry a commoner? Oh, yeah, she was, she was an actress. Isn't, is and, she American? Yes. Oh, boy. And Kate Middleton, the, his older brother's wife... Uh, I I don't think she was necessarily from any sort of like 
uh, aristocratic background. They they just kind of met in college. I mean, yeah, it's because like they're they, they kind of learned from their their dad. How many and, and their mom? It's like just because like after like after like their dad divorced Diana, like he basically went out and married the the woman he loved. Like he like he learned the same lesson. He's like, fuck this, I'm just gonna go marry this other lady I love. And she was and she was and she's kind of the same thing. I think Camilla Bowles. I don't think she's of any sort of aristic background. So I think they, they kind of learn as a family. It's like, no, we just go with the person you want to be with. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it, <laughs> I mean, finding other royalty has to get harder and harder as time has gone on. Exactly. So just pick the person that you actually just want to be with in life. That okay. was Diana's parting gift to her sons. Nick did actually answer us, finally. He said uh, he struggles with his top three. They always swap. But right now he would say it's Nine Inch Nails, System of a Down, and a Perfect Circle. Okay. I didn't know Nick liked System of a Down that much, to be honest. Yeah, uh, that, I, I think... <clears throat> oh, go ahead. Wallaby says pick another rich person. And basically what I was going to say is, yeah, like, just just pick another rich person for royalty. They, or like, they almost always, famous... They, it's, 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 I think it's a thing that... For as much as people hate royalty, it's something that when you see other people with it, you can kind of pine for it because it seems so like fantastical and romantic to have, uh, like even though they're not necessarily in charge of anything, like the concept of a king and queen or princes and princesses are such a romanticized object in your head. Because uh, that's what they try to do with like the Kennedys, with like with Jack and then his son. Like they, they were like they always talk about how like they were they're like our version of American royalty. They were this this beautiful couple that had power. That yeah, yeah. That's I mean, marry another beautiful person or a, like a famous person. They're almost borderline reality at this point. I mean, look at Donald Trump and what he's parlayed, you know, fame into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Well, he says, but specifically in England, the royals don't have power anymore. It requires a crazy amount of circumstances for them to make a major decision. Yeah, the prime I, minister can walk up to the queen and say, "You need to shut down Parliament," and she could, and she could do it. Uh, so that's that's a, that's a striking amount of power that she still has. They also pull in a lot of like cash. They're, they're, they're a tax. They're a tax. Like there were. England pays for itself by having the royals. Yeah, because people go there to see all that stuff, Buckingham Palace and all that shit. Right? Because they all, all that land is taxed and charge entry fees. Yeah. Uh, the queen is more in charge of some random islands. They she still rich, is. Rich oh, what is it? Oh, one of, one of, I think it was Bahamas. One of them, is, one of them I think, is, was trying to uh, get rid of the queen like two weeks ago. I think it was the Bahamas was trying to uh, remove the queen, was trying to remove England from, from power on her island. Okay. Because uh, it's There's shit again, like, on everywhere. I don't know. Canada and Australia are still technically commonwealths. Yeah, you guys have the queen on your money. Yeah, like we're like we're st- we're like we're still technically in relationship with with England. That's weird. What a weird mm-hmm. world. Uh, I want to back up before it gets off my <clears throat> screen here. Schwat says, uh, "If we were discussing this sort of thing, I think it's incredibly sad whenever I hear the Temple of Dong song, Say Hello to Heaven,' which is about Chris Cornell's friend." Who committed suicide? I didn't know that. And he said, "I think the whole album was written for that guy." Actually, I I didn't know that. That is incredibly sad. Chris Cornell was one that bummed me out when he committed suicide because it was like, ah, oh, Chris Cornell. I don't know why. I can't. I could not explain to you why this was my belief, but I always, 
I always thought he was like more of a happy-go-lucky guy. And so when he committed suicide, I was like, oh, well, my impression of him was that he was just kind of a happy-go-lucky kind of, I mean, kind of just run-of-the-mill dude, like how I think of Eddie Vedder. Like, Eddie Vedder is a mega-famous musician now, but I, 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 I've never met him, but I feel like he's just kind of a regular guy for the most part, other than he's been famous for the vast majority of his life now. So then it made me sad thinking like, man, was Chris Cornell, like, was he just living for decades putting on a front of being kind of a happy-go-lucky guy when really he was just miserable? Because that would suck if that was just your whole life all the time, which it is for a lot of people. And it was also, I think about this with kids. So when I... Yeah, Robin Williams. There's a great example. Like putting mm-hmm. on an act. Um, I think about this with my kids now because there's some things that I don't know. I was just thinking this today. Let me back up. There were, there were like growing up, there were things that now at 35, I'm like, man, I'm really glad I was kind of able to intuit that. You know what I mean? Um, and one of those things is like being famous and being like, you know, there's a period in my life, like I'm sure there are for many people where I like, I wanted to be in bands and I wanted to like play in huge bands and be famous. And like a part of it, even though I would deny it, but like a part when I was that, when I was younger, a part of it that I coveted was like the fame part of it. Mm-hmm. you know or like there was a part where i was like oh, i want to be like the jackass guys i want to be like bam and them guys you know and then yeah you just you have people in your life who are like man that's not all it's cracked up to be because more often than not those people seem to turn out pretty miserable mm-hmm. <laughs> and like as i've gotten older the more i can see like how miserable it would be to be so famous that you can't like have a a normal life. Yes. Like you don't understand that stuff when you're watching like E entertainment television with your parents at, at eight, at eight years. Like, Oh man. This no, is I'm talking about like 16, 17. Like I want to be, oh, like, even, yeah, even, that, even then too. Yeah. I want to be in a band so bad. And like, it's all I want to mm-hmm. do. And all I want to do is play guitar and blah, blah, blah. And like, just kind of, I don't know. It's it, like, I think about how am I going to explain it to my kids that like, you almost certainly don't want to. I think those are those things that it's you. You really don't learn it until you've had that much life. Yeah, where like you can really understand it. But I do think there is something to be said for like, like being bothered everywhere as a famous person is what Schwartz says. Yeah, or just going out with it in your head. Like I bet even Chris Cornell at certain points had to think to himself, like, man, if I if I just want to go and meet my friend for coffee, is somebody gonna bug me? You know? I mean he wasn't yeah. he wasn't like worldwide famous, but he was probably famous enough to get bugged if he lived in California. Say black hole son. <laughs> um or just when I was younger, because I'm a I think I've explained this on the podcast before, but I still remember, I can't remember who said it to me, but there was a time in my life where somebody was like explaining to me that I wasn't extroverted, that I was just, a, I was a, 
I was a sociable person. Like I can be sociable and chat. And they were like, yeah, but after you've hung out with people, like, do you need the fee? Do you feel the need to like go away and be by yourself? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, so do you think people are draining? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, you're not extroverted. You're introverted. You're just, you don't struggle being social. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that makes that a makes lot of sense. sense. <laughs> because my whole life I was always told like, you're extroverted, you're extroverted, you're extroverted. And it just wasn't true because people are, I don't, I like people. I don't say this in any kind of, demeaning way but people are exhausting they just take because you're trying to like you're doing all these empathetic things and trying to pay attention to them and you get it's exhausting and so but thinking of me as 16 thinking like well i'm an extrovert i should play in a band and i should do this and now i'm like man that would be so miserable to have that kind of existence like especially the existence where people come up i don't like if i'm walking in the street and somebody like asked me for directions and you get too close it'll bu- you know it'll bug me <laughs> i just like if, you, if you're like hey how do i get to this it's like just stay over there and i'll tell you so the idea of like people coming up especially like you've heard, i've heard famous people talk before like when people they think that they know you like it's got to be a problem that joe rogan has or anybody who has a podcast that's that famous where you're listening to that person talk all the time so when you go talk to them, it's like you, th- like in your brain, you're like, well, I've, I've heard this person. It's all subconscious. It's like, I've heard this person have conversations. So you mm-hmm. feel like you know them, but they've never met you before. They don't know how fucking crazy you are. Mm-hmm. So it's got to just like, that would just drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing, it was, it was just kind of like intuiting and listening to people like, and I was trying to figure out like, how can I explain it to my kids where there were certain things that you would just hear all adults say, like all adults who seemed relatively happy. Do you know what I mean? Where you would just hear them say, kind of repeat the same messages over and over again. And it would kind of stick in your head. Like, well, maybe, maybe if 98% of the, the seemingly happy, well-adjusted adults I run into in my life are saying that it's probably not a bad idea to, to operate under the assumption that that is true. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. I'll just bring up, like, I remember listening to Conan O'Brien on a podcast. Uh, we got, like, we got, like, weirdly, like, cause he, he's a very open man about, like, just, just anything. Like, you know, he's, he's not... Like his his character on his TV show is him. Like he is not like a he's not like he's not like super jovial or anything like that. Like like the person he plays on TV is just Conan O'Brien. Uh, but he he was talking about like when he got as he was like getting more and more stuff in Hollywood or in New York, he could see these people that were getting famous and getting getting mad and getting like and getting sad and getting upset because like this thing that they built in their head that the fame was supposed to be like they weren't getting the hot wife they weren't getting like the cool like this like this stuff and he could see it like it was destroying them because they this this i like they had this idea of what they were supposed to what they were supposed to get for being a famous person and then and they just they just weren't given it on a silver platter 
and it just made them like angry and resentful. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, that... So like that, that 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 really that really that really kind of taught him something about like what 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 he needed to kind of ground himself and what to expect is by seeing all these other people just destroyed by their thoughts of what they were what they thought they were supposed to have. But that, that's more of like an entitlement thing. That's kind of the the opposite of what I'm saying. It's not wrong. Mine is more like I don't. I don't know that I fully understood the price you have to pay for being famous. Oh no, no, I, I was I wasn't trying to say that. Okay. Like your yeah, yeah I, was just, I was just adding to the conversation. Like I'm allowed to do. <laughs> Not everything is about everything you say. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. I don't know. I it's hard to put myself back in. I I think that's a a part of why, you know, parents and adults can seem so like such boners when you're a kid because it's, it can be hard to get myself back in like that 17 year old frame of mind. Like, man, what did I, what, like, what did I think? Why did I want to play in band so much? And it means mostly like, I just wanted to jump around on a stage with a guitar. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't want to, and that, I mean, that goes along with kind of the parts that you, yes. that you intuit. It wasn't, no, for me, it was never like, oh, I want, like I would always hear, uh, I mean, like Van Halen, you know, those guys would talk about like I wanted to be in a band so I could get chicks. You know, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that Eddie Van Halen was like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if like David Lee Roth was more like that, or some of the guys from uh, who's, the, who's the who's the who's the who's the who's the band with the guy who's like old and can't lead sing now, and we've all laughed at his video. Vince Neil, who's what what band <laughs> is that? Motor? No, it's not Motorhead. What? What is the? What the fuck is the name of that band? Africa. Toto. Like Toto. Whatever. If anybody's still in chat, they'll say. There's the Toto uh, video. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. It's Motley Crue. It's Motley Crue. Yeah. It was, it's one of those bands. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> one of those bands. You know, they were like, "Oh, I was in it to get chicks," or like, "It wasn't." I, I wouldn't have been in a band to get like super wealthy or, but there, there would have been something to like, I wanted to play concerts in front of people. Like I wanted that. I wanted that particular form of attention. Sure. But I think one of the things I'm, cause I think about like, what are the, th- now as a parent, I, th- I'm always thinking like, well, what do I think that my mom did really well? And my mom never was like, no, you don't want to be in a band. You fucking moron. And I think a part of that is because she knew my mom knew my personality type, which is like, tell me not to do something and it makes me want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily now at 35. I think I've grown beyond that, but certainly when I was growing up, but she would say things like, you know, like when I joined a band in high school and was like, yeah, we're, like I'm in this band and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, when do you guys meet to practice? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, well, you know, like bands that are successful, like, they meet to practice like three or four times a week. How often are you guys trying to write songs? And I'd be like, what? You know what I mean? Like she would just, she would, she did such a good job of like guiding, like, and she would say like, Ad, I'm not saying you can't be in a band, but like people who are in bands and are successful, they like, that's all they do. They don't, you know, they don't really sit around and play video games a lot. Because they're they they're so obsessed with music that they're sitting and writing music all the time and playing music, and they like all they want to do is get together, 
and you know with their band and practice and they you know she just did such a good job of kind of like steering it and saying like i think that you if you want to play guitar and be in a band i think you can absolutely do that but you should know that like there's a lot of work that goes along with it that was also really helpful i think growing up because it was like yeah there was always kind of a part of me that was like i think my mom's right like i just want to be in a band and I, w- I want to be in a band and playing concerts. I don't want to do any of the other stuff that leads up to that. No, because that's not what fifteen-year-old boys want to do, or right? Like, or like, like you, you just want. We just want the instant fame. We right. don't want the like. The, I don't want to do all that shit stuff. that leads up to no. it. No, 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 no. I just want to be. I want to be on the stage and 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 be doing that. <laughs> it's 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 but like that, that happens a lot. I think thinking about it with. Uh, a lot of like high school athletes where they uh they want to be they just want to be on the college team or like in the nhl uh they they just assume that like they're good yeah, enough that's like oh yeah I'll, i can i can play this it's like well are you how are you like not just doing the regular practice, but are you doing the other practice? Like, are you are you also like working out at home? Are you are running you, like, drills by yourself? Are you like like what are you doing? Are you are you like Michael Jordan? Are you sitting outside and just shooting three pointers for like two and a half hours? Yeah. What are you doing? What What are you doing? <laughs> like, it's like, no, no. I'm just I'm just playing the games and kind of, and I'm at I'm at practice. Like, sure that's, practice. Not, that's not good enough. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think about how I'm going to talk to my kids about that stuff because one of the things I think. A lot of kids will see as streamers because I'm 35 and I'll still see people streaming video games. And it's like, man, I wish I could be a streamer. And then it's like, what I really wish is that I just didn't have to work today and I could be playing that new game I just started. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, I was listening to, I, I've been watching some uh, people who are trying to like no hit, you know, Dark Souls yeah, yeah. or Bloodborne or things like that. And this one guy, I mean, people are talking about, they're like, unless he was talking about a, there's a, he was the, I th- I'm pretty sure he was the first person to get the God run on uh, Dark Souls, which is no hit Dark Souls one, two, and three. His name is the happy hob. And it was like, now if you go to Hobbs channel, he's got between two and like 4,000 people. Every time you go there, he can, and this is what this other streamer was talking about. He's like. Hob can play whatever he wants because he hadn't played dark. He just started a new God run where he's trying like, it's basically a FromSoft God run where he's trying to do Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. Nice. So he's trying to do that before the new Demon Souls releases. So he, But he didn't play, huh? Oh, yeah, go ahead. He didn't play Dark Souls for a long time. And so that's what they were talking about, like, because people were like, he's not a Dark Souls streamer anymore. And, and this guy's point was like, well, he is. He just has enough of a fan base now where he can go months without playing it. But me, if I play a different game, I lose hundreds of viewers. 100%. And those hundreds of viewers matter every, like every day. Yep. Those hundreds of viewers matter. And so it, like, just when you start to think about like, you have to just be... Gr- I mean, this guy for weeks on end has just been... He plays up to a certain boss, and then he gets hit on this boss, and he does that for eight hours a day. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, like, like yeah, you don't get miserable. to be shrouded with, uh, like, 13,000 people watching him 
on the days he's not playing like Call of Duty or like Apex, something like that, when he's just like streaming himself playing a board game at night. Yeah. Like you don't get you don't get to be that well, Shroud, right away. Shroud that did... took that took years in him like that took decades. Yeah, that, and that can be well no, because he's like Oh yeah, he's not like, decades for <laughs> I guess it did. Like it took him from being zero until now to figure it out. But uh like this uh like I, I had a different story that was basically saying the same thing like a couple days ago. Um because he was playing this other card game that wasn't Magic Online. He was just playing this other, like, this League of Legends version of a card game. And he's like, you know, I, I, was, I was talking about it with my wife, and it's like, we need, if as long as I have, like, this many viewers, I'll get this, like, I can, I'll, I'll make this much money, and then I don't have to play Magic anymore, because I don't like playing it right now. So he's like, so as so, so long as I can keep this many viewers playing this other game, like, I don't have to play the thing I don't want to play anymore. Where, like, this other guy's, like, stuck playing, like, there are days where he probably wastes himself and goes, fuck, I don't want to play Dark Souls, no hit. I do but if I do, do if I don't, I will lose viewers. Well, so his position, too, is even more dire. He's He lives in Germany, and mm-hmm. he got laid off. So he, I think he was partnered on Twitch before this, because he was saying he got laid off, but he was he was only working part-time. So I think he was partnered on Twitch and was able to make enough money do you have to be partnered on Twitch to make money, or can you make money before you're partnered? You, no, you don't get anything. You don't get like the sub button or anything. So you like only donations. get you only get money once you're partnered. I think it's when you can start actually. I think well, donations might happen whenever because it's just a donation button. But I think like people subs, can't donate to us. Ads, but subs and ads. I don't think you get you don't get a cut. Right, but people can't donate to our channel. They can donate to us personally. Yes, like to a Patreon. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, I'm pretty sure he's partnered because he was saying he only worked part time. But I also don't know what it's like in Germany because, in my mind, every other country right now is like way better <laughs> to do that stuff in. Oh, sure. I don't know if that's actually true. But he got laid off, and so he's like, "So now I can do this." And he's he was saying like, "I've been getting more and more people in here," and he's like, "But I'm streaming." I, he said, I don't take a break. I stream seven days a week for eight hours a day on Dark Souls. It's all he does. And like, yes. So he doesn't even get like a Saturday, Sunday for seven days a week for like eight or 12 hours. Because sometimes it's more than eight hours. He just streams and just sits in that chair because yep. he's, but what he's seen is when he got laid off and he was actually, he's like, I if I can keep the viewer base I have right now, I don't actually have to go get another job because he's built up a bigger viewer base. But like we've talked about it before where if you're not shroud or you're not, you know, like my favorite streamer Lobos, Mm -hmm. those guys have, I mean, Lobos just bought a big ass new house and like those guys are making good money because they also Mm -hmm. have sponsors and they're partnered with things. And, you know, um, I mean, when they, when they released secure, this is, Lobos was one of the people they like flew to Japan from soft did to test out the game. So if you're not one of those people, you're like looking at those numbers week after week, just anxious about it. Oh, it's like, it, like, I'm yeah, not you're, you're, you're literally it. watching your sub number being like, okay, like I know that like two thirds of my subs are up in like the third week. If I don't get those people to resub, that's like that's a huge chunk. That's it. Like maybe like, I'm not yeah. a streamer anymore. Exactly. 
That, but that's what I think is going to be bigger for like maybe Nemo and Aurora is like I want to be a streamer. Oh no, it's like I, I can even see with my nephews. Like they like they think because they're playing like they're playing you know Fortnite. They're like and they see their their the cool dudes playing Fortnite on YouTube. They're like ooh, I can like I want I want to be a I want to be a Fortnite streamer. It's like you know what you might get lucky enough that like somehow like you're you are that good that you could you know hats off to you. But man, it's. I think like that's where you saw a lot of the guys and like a lot of those YouTube people in the last couple of years with the burnout is they a lot of them didn't realize the sheer amount of effort you have to like the seven days a week like you have to put in so much time your life can only be like your YouTube channel or your Twitch channel until you get to a certain level and then you can be like okay these people will stick with me I'm good I can now ease off a little bit <laughs> well i get i even get like stressed out thinking about like uh good mythical morning and those guys i mean they have huge crews of people that you know like mm -hmm. they're paying insurance for those people mm -hmm. you know like they're paying benefits for those people plus their salaries plus the rent on like they have like two warehouses mm -hmm. i mean at what is looking at your numbers like then and trying to figure out the fucking youtube al algorithm like then like imagine that kind of pressure yeah, I know. That's where like, you just hope that, like, don't they, get you it hope they have some sort of YouTube contract or something. I don't know. That, like, well, they that, are like, in YouTube that, like, Red. Them. Yeah, they are in well, YouTube Red, which I think a part of that is they get a guaranteed income from YouTube. Which is great. But what you just don't get any of that oh, oh, as a kid. 100%. No. You don't get any no. of it. You just. No. And that's like, how do you explain to somebody, like, how do you explain to 17, 16 year old me, like, dude, you don't want to play in a band. It's like, Rolo, so Rolo made a comment. I don't know if Rolo's still here, but he made a comment. Crotch shot was successful, and all we did was drink coffee in a basement. I drank 40s in that basement. I don't think I drank coffee. Yeah, was but, Rolo the only person not drinking, like, liquor or beer? <laughs> I, I don't know. I know that I drank 40s when I was there. <laughs> but, like, that's what, that, like, dude, that's all you want to do. You mm -hmm. want to get together with some of your close friends and fucking play some jams and drink some beer at Four Loco. And you're 30. Like, so like, like, you know, like, no, you, no, you no. How old was I when we did crotch shot? Like 21. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. I figured you would have been like late 20s. No, this is before I moved to Northfield. Were you married? No, this is before I moved to Northfield. Really? Well, when did we do crotch shot? I could be wrong. We all know I could I, be wrong. I, I distinctly do not remember at this point. It was. I'm pretty sure it was during Woodbury One or Woodbury Two. That could be. That that very well could be. Because if if Four Local existed, then that probably was Woodbury One. So yeah, I mean, but so j just for some uh, context, Crotchet, me and Rolo and a couple other dudes. It was like I mean, Cr Klecker, Klecker, Char, Char, people like people. Yeah. Uh, this was maybe eight, ten years ago now. No, it's more than that, man. Ten years ago, I was twenty-five. I, tr I, I trust Rolo's concept of time more than I trust your concept of time. That's fair, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think I was living in Grand Avenue at the time. I'm. I feel like we we're living in Woodbury. I feel like it's more than ten years ago. My Best Buy working truck. Yeah, and that because that was after we were finished with Best Buy. Yeah. Rolo might be right. It may be That's only because yeah, he worked with Char and those guys on trucks. Yeah. I thought it was like 12, 13 years ago. But maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, me and Rolo and a couple other guys would get together and we would just fucking jam out in a basement. And we would, we would drink beer and then that was it. 
And like, how do, how, but how do you explain to 16 year old me? Like, dude, you don't want to do all the shit. You don't want to put up with all the shit to be in a band. You don't like music enough, man. I hate to break it to you. You don't. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That's their Oktoberfest though. Yes. Yeah. So this is, this is the Paul and Eric. Oh. Last, last week I was having the, uh, Hacker Shore today. Today I'm having the Paul and Eric. I think I like the Hacker Shore Oktoberfest better, but my favorite Heffa is, is Paul and Eric. I, I would I'll agree with that because yeah. I, I do like Hacker Shore more than I like Paul and Eric. But it's it's weird to say that because it's like they're like breweries that are like next door to each other in Germany and almost making the exact same beer, but it's, they're somehow weird, different but enough. It's just like the Shell's Hefe. I didn't. I mean, it's, yeah. it was like yeah, this is fine. I'll drink it. But yeah, those I just those are so good. But this from Shell's this is one of my favorite beers, like ever. I I love this beer. This Firebrick from Shell's. Vienna style amber lager. I love this beer. They really up their their can game too. Oh yeah. But yeah, just thinking about like how do you, how am I going to get my kid to realize like, I mean, and I don't know because he's only three. They're not good until a certain age. <laughs> he's only three, and and you know Aurora's not even two. But like, at a certain point, I think my mom could just see it like. Dude, you don't want to. You don't want to play in a band, like, or like, you don't want to be a musician. And mm-hmm. you don't really like traveling. That was one I realized on my own. That was one of the things where I was like, because people also, I don't think I'm as funny as anybody in movie night. But growing up, people would tell me like, you should be a comedian. You should do stand up comedy. And I remember like the the idea of standing up in front of people and telling jokes doesn't freak me out. But it was like, man, they have to travel all over. I don't want to do that. I like that, and then it was like the same thing with the band. It was like you have to travel all the time as a band. I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just like being at home. I was sitting there at the front, being like, "Wait a second, I fucking hate Harlow." <laughs> that's, a, that's a deep cut. That's a deep. That's a, that's a deep cut. I was, <laughs> I was sitting up there at the front of the show, and I thought. Wait a minute. I fucking hate Harlow. <laughs> they're fr- not friend, friend, but friends. Yeah. I'm legally obliged to get one. Be here. <laughs> no. Wait, to get one. I'm trying to get the parking space. I'm legally obliged to get a parking space. Uh, it's, me and Dan are just now randomly quoting David Cross's stand up album oh. from the early 2000s called Shut Your Mouth, You Fucking Baby. Oh, so good. <laughs> Uh, Rolo says Schwat Crotchat was our stand-in band name for our little jam sessions. We had a ton of other band names. Mostly we, yeah, we just we would get we basically played the entire Blue album plus like a couple songs off Pinkerton and one Pixie song. Did we play more than one? I think we only played one Pixie song. Just a Flight Club song? No, the Where's My Mind. Oh, okay. That's almost a Weezer song. I could, I could I could picture Weezer singing that on an album. Who played what? Uh, Rob played guitar. Char played guitar. Klecker played drums. Casey played bass, and I sang. I don't. It's honest to God. It's one of my favorite memories in my life. And the bummer of it was that like, I can't remember who. I think it might have been Rolo and Char, or it might have been Rolo, Char, and Klecker. 
want like wanted to like be in a like at least a cover band and like go do shows at like bars and shit like that which i would have totally been down with but i rollo can correct me if i'm wrong it may have been just been casey but like rollo i I remember rollo being like yeah i don't want to get together and like have you get so high that you can't play the bass like that's not fun (laughs) but like that thing was just i didn't i uh, and it, so the, actually maybe you guys are right maybe it was when i was like 24 25 yeah Rollo says there's a long story there about how and why it stopped but i think char and maybe it was just char and you i don't know there were people who wanted to take it more seriously and it was like well i'm just singing guys like i don't you know it, i would i would drive around singing those songs but beyond that it was like i didn't need to practice to learn how to play them better you know what i mean mm-hmm. but uh all of that to say, basically, I never, I never needed it to be any more than that. Like I'd still do that. To the uh, right, well, maybe not right now while my kids are this little. Give me two years, I'll, I'll fucking go to a dingy ass basement, and, and, play in bands again. Mm-hmm. Like just cover songs. It's, it's so much fun to just get together with people and jam. Me and Rolo used to do it all the time too, where we would. Uh, Rolo, what's the Pink Floyd song? Where basically there's a there's just a Pink Floyd song where we would each play so one person would play rhythm guitar and then the other person would just get to solo over it. And then you would switch and the other person would play rhythm and then that like so then the other person would get to solo. Like just playing with people is so fun and I you guys might be right. I might I might have been comfortably numb. Thank you. I couldn't remember which song it was. I might have been 24 or 25 because I was at a point in my life where I knew like I don't ever need this to be anything more. I'll just do mm-hmm. this week after week and have fun just getting together with these dudes, having a couple beers and playing some sh- playing some songs. And then a couple years later, you came to that same realization with your wife. You're like, you know what? I can do this day after day. Just- yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of my wife tonight. I was listening to. I don't know who wrote the song. I know Eddie Vedder either wrote it or covered it. It's called um, "Just Breathe," but it's the the chorus of the song is. Uh, uh, I can't remember it now. Anyways, I was thinking about my wife and how awesome she is while that song was playing. Um, yeah, Rollis says I have fond memories of those meets. I there's some of my favorite memories ever. Just getting together and fucking playing some music it's really fun um but yeah it's it's a it's a weird conundrum to try to figure out now with kids is like at 35 i feel very lucky i mean it's like i think if we did this week after week and chat stopped showing up I might just say like, Dan, do you just want to like, we'll just pick a bar to go to every Thursday and just yeah. go have a couple beers. Like, cause we started this as just a reason to hang out mm-hmm. because we, we weren't, I mean, I, I basically said to you like, Hey, I miss seeing you <laughs> now that I have kids. I want to find a reason to like hang out once a week. Let's start a podcast. And it's really fun to have people in chat, but like, and no pressure to anybody in chat, but like if people stop showing up in chat, I might just say like, yeah, podcast was fun, but how about we just start meeting at a bar once a week and, you know, have a couple beers. 
Um, but I, I, I did also say to you from the beginning, like, there's ve- like it's probably in the. I mean, it's not probably. It's certainly in the single digit percentage chances that this this podcast ever turns into something that can give us some kind of income. It might be in the fraction of percentages because we don't market it at all. We don't do anything with it at all. But I said in the beginning, I was like, it's not impossible that it happens either. And it's like, I don't, I don't want this podcast because I, that idea of getting trapped doing it is even right now is scary to me. It's like, I don't want to quit my job and like, be like, Oh, I'm just going to do the podcast. Cause then it's freaky. It's like, no, I want to stay doing my job. Even if I was making enough money somehow off of this dumb podcast mm-hmm. to like not have to work. It's like, no, I'm just going to keep working. Cause I like, I like that security of my job and just knowing like, I can just do that and be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm just rambling now. Um, I, th- I think I wonder if that's something going back to the, like, how do I, get my kids to understand this concept. Uh, I wonder if that's something that you'll get as your kids get older. Is there certain things that you'll just have, you'll, that you'll just kind of let yourself get away with. You're just like, you know what? I thought I was going to be able to teach them this thing, but now that now I realize this is something I have to learn their own, or this is something they're just going to pick up through age and experience that like, so you'll kind of let yourself off a hook on, on some things that you, like, that you thought that like you had to do. You're just like, wait a second. No, this, this is just a life experience. They have to figure it on their own. I, I can't really force this on them. I think that's definitely a part of it. I think, a, I, I think a part, I think a parent's job in a lot of ways is to model. Mm-hmm. So I'm just modeling like, what is it that makes me, you know, oh, yeah. you're, like, you're, like you're, you're like, I've been watching you and Amber at home and it is freaky. Like, <laughs> like the weird show you guys put on of like parenting and family. It's just like, Oh boy. There's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of uh, wardrobe changes. It's like, it's like leave to beaver. It's really, it's really concerning. <laughs> but just, you know, I think if I see something in my kids that really makes me think like, man, like, they can't think of anything other than music, for mm-hmm. example. Uh, I would try to help cultivate that and and mm-hmm. pers- and help them pursue that. But you know, I think ultimately, what I w- I don't what I want for my kids is for them to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think the nice part about living, you know, at least right now in America or kind of first world countries is like, it's not hard to just cultivate a life where you can be kind of left alone and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but a part of that is like, you're not going to be famous and you're not going to be super wealthy and you are going to have to watch your budget and you are going to have to, you know what I mean? Like you are going to have to grocery shop with a budget and you are going to have to like pick modest cars and modest houses and, and but there's there's also like a freedom that comes in that and just trying trying to get like you can't i think you're right you can't explain that to kids mm-hmm. but you can model it and you can help mm-hmm. kind of guide them to a way to see that like you know unless unless you're really 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 talented and then you also know how to work really 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 hard you're probably going to be best just kind of 
pursuing a modest life. I don't know. Because that's the thing. It's like I we, we talked about this a little bit. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, probably the week before, where it was about uh, like what your parents' life was compared to their parents. Yeah, that was a few weeks ago. Where it's like you could, I, I could definitely see myself looking back and looking at what my parents' life is like and being like, oh, this isn't so bad. Like I, you know, I have. I have the thing that I like that they had in like the, the things that they were able to do with their friends. Um, and that, that's, that's great. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a weird comfort where it's like, Oh, this is like, I'm doing just fine. Like it's, it's not, it's, and I, you know, I, I think that's something that I just learned from just living the life that they were showing me. Right. Where it's like they, the, they weren't trying to be anything more than they were. Exactly. So, so now that I am almost the same, it's like, oh, this isn't so bad. Like this is well, this, this 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 makes me perfectly content. It's modeling how to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Which for me, Joey is dreaming up a storm. Hold on. Everybody's taking away. Oh yeah. Look at his stupid little feet. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my hooves. Look at my hooves. Oh, he stopped. <laughs> He's like breathing like crazy too. Oh yeah, he dreams hard because he's chasing squirrels, dude. Oh, it's true. He's huffing and puffing. He fucking wants those squirrels. It's hard work. I think we've said it in maybe the last two podcasts, but it's like how to live your life in want of nothing. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's kind of a that's kind of an insincere way to say it, but it's like I don't I don't really I don't really mm-hmm. covet anything. Yeah. And yeah, to live your life in a way I like the way you put it, like you see your parents happy with who they naturally are, mm-hmm. right? Like who they've just kind of grown into. Mm-hmm. And you realize that like that's, I mean, that should be my goal mm-hmm. is to be comfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. How do I achieve that? Cause I, th- I think that can be pretty hard. Oh yeah. It's like, cause you, you, you know, you do a lot of that a lot of doubting of that stuff and a lot of like reaching for things that you should have been reaching for where it's like, and, and you like, you don't realize it, you know, like, like you may have taken like a, a, a few years going for something like that you really probably, sh- you don't necessarily shouldn't have, but you know, it's, it, 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 it wasn't worth the effort that you put into it where it's like, Oh, and you're like, I didn't really need to do that thing. Like this yeah, is fine. I think that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, even going back to, I think it was last week where Amber made the joke because I think Big J was in here and I was talking about like, Big J's just always been in better shape than I am. And it would be easy for me to say like, well, he just has a better metabolism, which I'm not saying, but it would be easier for me, you know, it would be easy for me to find reasons to write off why Big J stays in better shape than I do. Instead mm-hmm. of looking at like, what are my behaviors that I can change if I want to be in better shape, right? Mm-hmm. And... I like now I'm the though I look at because Amber made the joke. She was like, "Hey, how about stop drinking beer?" And I, I jokingly also said, "Well, fuck you. How about that?" <laughs> but like, that's a part of where my mind goes to is like, "Well, I'm not overweight. I'm not uncomfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with the way I look. I'd like to look a little fitter, but oh well. I can move around relatively well. You know, I don't have knee pain anymore." It's like, and I like drinking beer. 
I like having beer on Tuesday night and Thursday night and maybe a beer on Saturday night. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if there's fights, I'll have two or three beers. Um, and if that means I'm, I'm a little, I have a little chub, you know, on my belly and I'm a, on my man boobs, I don't, you know, if I start going to the doctor and they're like, Hey, you need like your blood works bad and your blood pressure's bad. Then it's like, okay, well then I need to do some work and, and find yeah. ways to fix my diet. And I, mm-hmm. I know that I exercise enough, but it's like, I need to find ways to fix my diet. But until that happens, it's like, well, I'm just going to keep doing this. What's, you know, there's nothing, there's, it, there's nothing that says I have to work out and look like an athlete. Like I'm, cause I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can have a couple of beers and, and have Lee Sue's twice a week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like yeah, like like like, no no six pack is going to fully show on my body, and that's okay. <laughs> I don't need it to. No, it's so weird to say because that's so. I changed my my Instagram profile, and a part of it is like because it had been the same thing since I published my book, so it'd been the same thing for a long time. And I changed it, and I I forget exactly the way I phrased it, but it was like I'm just trying I'm just trying to celebrate an ordinary life. And that's kind of what I want the podcast to be too, is like all the media that I consumed for so long, it's not the case necessarily anymore, but was like, you have to work hard and you have to do this. And I think there's so much of that out there with like, you know, if you, if you listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, then you're going to get exposed to like David Goggins and Jocko Willink and Tim Kennedy and all these people telling you like you're not enough and you have to work hard and you have to do this and you have to do this and I think those people would claim like they're not telling you that you're not enough but they they are mm-hmm. and they're advertising shit to you that also tells you you're not enough and instead of trying to help you find ways like how do you that's what the person who changed my whole perspective was Gary V who was also a person on the Joe Rogan podcast but Gary Vee has this fucking great speech where he's like, dude, maybe you're not built to be the number two person at Facebook. Maybe you're number 248 at Facebook. But are you happy? That's his whole point. Because his whole, like Gary Vee's whole thing is like he works harder than anybody else and like sleeps four hours. Like he's just an insane, insane workaholic. But he's like, I'm happy. that Like I'm not miserable doing this. This is what I want to do. And he's like, so you might be out there listening to this thinking that this is me telling you this is what you have to do, and it's not. Mm-hmm. You just have to find your... And it was like this whole speech he gave about like maybe you're not the number two person at Facebook was just eye-opening for me. Like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have to do all this. I don't have to work out and get up at 4.30 to write and be have a presence on social media so that people notice my books and go to work and make money so I can take care of my kids. And like, I don't have to do all that, man. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, it was very freeing in a way. And so that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of what I hope that my social media is. And our podcast is, is like, Hey, you can, you can, you can just be normal mm-hmm. middle of the road and be happy because you oh, don't sure. make a money. Gotta <laughs> make that, a money. Is that what I said? Make a money. I hope so. Uh, I and I don't know if you guys in movie night are are as kind of will will get drawn into that as much as I will, but I definitely did, and so that it so this is kind of also just reminding myself like I don't I don't need all that, uh, 
And if sure, if we were living in like some other time or maybe some other country, you would have to work really hard. But you, I mean, to to even be in the you know the middle, if you were living in like the 16th century or something. But you know, in modern day America, you can just have a job and work your job. Although maybe that's becoming less and less. Do you think? Um, it's hard to tell. I I, th- I think that's where ten ten. That's where universal basic income and things like that are going to come into play in the future. Is uh, is supplementing that stuff. The time isn't it's... the problem right now. It's me having to pee. <laughs> where like yes, like it's be- because of the nature of technology and, and how the workforce is going to evolve. It's 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 going to be more of a um, keep social, going. Uh, keep like, going. Like, I'm like, gonna like, okay. I kind of know what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just gonna be more of like a like a like a socialized uh, network of things that kind of keep you uh, that kind of help supplement uh, what what it is to be and exist in America. Um, that's probably like, I, it seems like that is like that's an inevitability. I'm, I'm sure it's still it's definitely still a ways away, um, but that's I don't know if that's just what it means for us as a people, like as like a as like a well done, like you did it. Here's you know. You as a species have made it so far that you've moved beyond most of the basic labor. So here you go. <laughs> that stuff is now automated and done by machines so hopefully there's something in place that says you get your cut of that future because of the the work that was involved in that whole thing and building it what (laughs) uh i I was just saying that uh hopefully as, as you know as since the work to get to whatever the future will be in a hundred years, something like that, is 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 a group effort. Uh, hopefully, the group is rewarded for the outcome. So, yeah. So, based off that statement, let me see if I can kind of guess the rest of it. Is sure. that fine? Sure. Or do you want? Do you not? I, no, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. The group effort. So it's it's kind of the philosophy of like you're only as strong as your weakest link. Mm-hmm. So group effort meaning kind of what Ball of Beef is saying. It's taxes, meaning universal basic income, to give people money so they have a base income and can find something better without worrying about the floor it will fall out beneath them. So it's a group effort. You're paying group money although it's not you and i that are doing it it's you know 
the insanely wealthy that don't pay anything. Um, in an effort to raise the water for all ships. Yes, it's it's so like as as certain as as we as society advance collectively to a certain point where certain jobs are just non-existent for people because they've just been automated, they've just become digitized, they for whatever reason. We 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 collectively get the victory of that as some sort of like base lifestyle that you're just guaranteed no matter what. Um that doesn't mean that, that that jobs and work doesn't exist, but the the collective effort it took to get to that point is not just given to the few. Uh, it's given it's it's given to to everyone who helped make that future. Yeah. So Schwat said, "Yeah," and Schwat, this is why I kind of paused and said, "Well, is it?" He says, I think it's kind of naive to say it's easy to get a simple American dream life these days. Even before the pandemic, college debt is insane. And depending on what kind of situation you were born into, it's not even feasible to go to college or get a non-minimum wage job. And that, I think, is becoming more and more the case. And this just go. I feel like we go on to this rant like every other week in this podcast, but it's the same thing where it's like, are there only sociopaths in our government and only sociopaths that are leading corporations? Because... Like, if I look at history, and keep in mind, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, if you're not one of my close friends and you listen to this podcast and you've never met me, like, if you're, mm-hmm. if, you know, uh, Kim jumped into my stream last night, if you're Kim or you're Piotr or, or, or kind of any of my Instagram friends that I've made over time, or you're one of Dan's relatives and you've never met me, just keep in mind, I'm not brain dead, but I'm also not, I'm, I'll admit I'm not the smartest guy. <laughs> um, but if I like from what I know of American history, it seems like there were so many social programs and social things that started to make our country better and better that now have been distorted and have been taken advantage of in ways that continue to put money into insanely wealthy people's pockets and not into any of the American working class, um, or 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 not even working class. Uh, I don't have a better term. Somebody can maybe suggest one, because it's not middle class. It's just. It seems like there were programs like social security and social welfare and things like that, and that people were kind of, I mean, even people like my mom, who I don't know if there's anybody in my life I respect more than my mom, but they've kind of been sold this false narrative that like any, there's there's too many people who are, or the, not too many people, the vast majority of people on welfare are just abusing the system. And I don't think that's true. I mean, I want to be really careful with how I talk about it, but, you know, in previous jobs that I've had, I worked with people who were, receiving income from the state and income from the organizations that I was working with so that they could have their children that maybe weren't planned and go to school to get an education, to get jobs to better their life. And in three or four years time, those people were no longer using those resources like they had gotten to a point financially 
because of the education that they finished and the jobs that they had gotten where they didn't need those resources. And they were then paying taxes that were going into those resources for other people to do that. Mm-hmm. And in my time in those jobs, I'm being very vague on purpose, in my time in those jobs, I think I only had one person, and I don't even know, this is like an assumption, who may have just decided that that that, that was just how they were going to live their life, was on those programs. Mm-hmm. But you know, 99% of the rest of people we're working their way off those programs. And I saw it again and again and again. Yeah. Like, like the, like the thing that happened during, um, that, 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 that's happened during COVID is like the unemployment thing. There's like the, the two narratives that get spun by both sides with, uh, so like there was an unemployment thing where people were just given, um, $600 a week to like the government just, the federal government subsidized or whatever the the state government thing. So it was just, I think it was just six hundred dollars a week is what these people got for unemployment benefits because so many people were just out of work at the start of the whole thing, and that was more than they would have gotten originally, or more than they would have made at their job. Mm-hmm. And so that like the narrative became, oh. Well, people are just going to take this free money and never go back to work. It's like that's not how this works. Like, no, like they, like the government had to step in to just give them money in the short term to stave off utter collapse. It's such so, a it's, so, it's, so it was just six hundred dollars. That's just what the number became. It doesn't matter that that's more than what they made. It's just the number that was chosen. That's just what like that's so, so for a few months, if people are going to get six hundred dollars a week. That doesn't mean they're not going to go find jobs like after like it's it, like it's, it's not how, like, a, how this works. It's such a lame and naive way to look at it. Like what? Yeah. Like and 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 especially if my mom is still listening to these, like that it's naive when when you claim that that's what's going to happen to people, because in my experience, it's not how people work. People want to be in control of their own destiny to whatever degree they can. Which I mean, that's arguable in in philosophic yeah. corners, but like. People, by and large, want to be in control of their own destiny, in control of their own money, in control of their own income and budget. The problem is that, sure, if you have 400 million people in your country, it's like we talked about when you taught me math. Yeah. And you have 1% of them that are going to abuse the system. You're going to have 4 million people. Yes. I keep using that number because that's the number we use the night you taught me math. You're going to have 4 million people who are abusing the system. That's a lot of fucking people. Have you ever... Did you just put number one in the chat? Yeah, because you did it. Oh, I did it. Number one. Have you ever in your life seen 4 million people? No, you haven't. You've never been anywhere where you saw 4 million people. Have you ever been... only 1% of the population. Have you ever been anywhere in your life where you saw... 100,000 people? Almost certainly the answer to that question is no. I did. Where did you see 100,000 people? Oktoberfest. You did not see 100,000 people. There were 17,000 people in my tent. And there were (laughs) 10 tents. There were? Yes. So I think think on that day, I was thinking, I think I I definitely saw 100,000 people. That's bananas. There were 17,000 people in your tent? It's the biggest tent there. They, they range from like nine thousand to to, to twenty thousand, but it's go on. I'm that's, going back next year. Fuck it. That's COVID crazy. <laughs> that's my goal next year. 
I'm going back to Oktoberfest. I hope I can go with you. It's going to be great. Um, the big house at University of Michigan Holt can hold more than 100,000 people. That's true. Yeah. The, okay. These giant, these giant football stadiums. I'm yeah. sorry. Have you ever seen 500,000 people? Half a that, million people. That, that Queen concert at Wembley? That might be... No, that's probably, you, that's probably like 200,000. You were there? Yeah. Point is, very few people have seen that many people... Like, 4 million people is so many people. And yeah. my mom, when I was talking to her the other day, was like, she was basing this assumption on one or two examples, and it's like, dude, you can't, I just don't, I don't, I'm I'm not so pessimistic and personally, I think, naive to believe that that's how most people are going to operate. Yeah. Because they aren't. People want to be in control. I get they that your want, friend's neighbor's want, daughter is like, not going back to work, but that's your friend's neighbor's daughter. They want to be productive. Like they want, you know, and they want, like they want to, people want to be respected. Yeah. And you're like, and you know, you're not going to, if all you do is sit around and take government income, you're not, I'm sorry. I I can't, I'm not, I want to be really careful. Hold on. I want to be really careful about the way I say it. Go ahead. Taking government income is not a problem. All you do is sit around and take government income, then I don't think people are going to enjoy being around you. And you're not going to be no, no, like, like I said, like, like I can't think of um, anybody um, in my like friend groups that would do that. Or if they did, we like probably me and those friends would talk to them and be like, Are you what, okay? What's going on, man? Like, it's like obviously something is wrong. Like something has changed with them that's forced that that's like that like me, like mentally. So it's like I that's such a like because we we've talked about how like alien like the opposite like 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 the racism side and all that that weird nonsense is and like the like the the, the QAnon stuff. But but it's it's also that other thing. Like I've known people that don't work hard, but they still work every day. Like I like. I, I, I knew people at Best Buy that weren't good workers, but still did work and still showed up to work every day. So it's like I, I've never met somebody that's been that's so right. And I think a part of that is that even if you're not a hard worker, you still deserve. I mean, some kind of a decent life. Yeah, I, you know, unfortunately, I think that's the hardest thing to come to terms with is that, like, even even I like when I think about it, I'm like, "Fuck that guy," but it's like, like, should he get to eat? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The answer's yeah. Man. <laughs> probably. Like, but it's like, like, even like, I have a hard time with that because it's like, it's like I, I, it's like, fuck, like, like that's where you can kind of put yourself in their headspace a little bit if it's like. Where it's like, well, I'm going to work Monday to Friday, and you're just in your house all day. I want to be in my house all day sometimes. Can you just give me like so like I I like you kind of get it like where it's like how someone could be upset that that's a thing, but I'm also empathetic enough for it's like I don't know like I I guess like it's it sucks, but if that's if that's if those few people have to just get it so that everyone else can get it, then that's just the way it's got to be. 
So yeah, two things on that. I mean, that's how I think about. That's how I think about it. Is like you're gonna have those. You know that that example I keep going back to. You're gonna have that four million people who just take advantage of it, and you mm-hmm. just have to shrug it off, man. You just have to be mm-hmm. like, "Yep." Oh well. Look, you know what weird example look, that look, real you, quick? Huh? Is like the uh there's like certain guys that are um like certain like homeless people that uh that work certain corners. I, I forget I forget what fucking county that like like what what's what state it's in or where where it is. But they they probably make more than we do in working those corners just asking for like change in tips i don't give a fuck i you couldn't pay me no no, no. To do but, that. but i'm saying like like there's always people that are gonna like no i i know that's what you're saying but that's yeah. that's my point if if you're like if you're gonna fixate on those people you're a fucking moron i don't know i don't know another way to explain it or yeah. like another way not explain it another way to express it because yeah. if you're gonna fixate on that like well that guy's making more money than me and he's got a nicer car than me it's like well then go fucking do that what mm-hmm. you don't want to do that yeah, those are those are the rules of the game. Like if you want to if you want to do it, do it. <laughs> technically, that guy's doing a job that's harder than the one you have, fuckhead. Yeah. So just get old, like just move on. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Well, they're just gonna sit on their couch all day and play video games. Cool. If you're that envious of that lifestyle, go do it too. You're not. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Pay the money to help the people who actually need help because there are people who are just born with a shit hand. Mm-hmm. And they will try, and they will do good. Not, and th- that doesn't mean they'll like make a thing that cures a disease or, or yeah. like they'll just do good. They'll be a nice person out in the world, and they will contribute. And it'll be the majority of people, even if it's only fifty-one percent. I really think it'll be the majority of people, and I think it'll be it's a way bigger percentage of that, honestly. But like, get mm-hmm. the fuck over it. Shut up. Like all of us. It, 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 it makes me go back to that thing that I read in uh, White Fragility a long time ago. Like, yeah, they people who have a lot of money are putting a lot of money into divide dividing the working class. Because if the working class ever figures out that they are way more massively the majority than the people with all the money, the people with money would have problems because they depend on the working class to give them all the things that their money buys. So yep. they put money into you not figuring that out. Yep. I mean, I I really that sounds like conspiratorial, but I that's a conspiracy that I do believe. It's like people with money will continue to put money into things that convince people they are more different than they are the same. Oh no! Like that's 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 one hundred percent the narrative that gets pushed by. Yes, that's uh, that's not conspiratorial. That's just unfortunately that that that, that truly is the fact. <laughs> yeah, that the working class has way more in common. That sounds very communistic. I don't mean it. it no, it, no, it, it does, but it's it's common. It's it's not it's not socialist, but it, but it is the community Border socialism. Like, uh, uh, I'm gonna be like, oh wait, all we as a community saying, are stronger than this. Yeah. All I'm saying is like, if you made thirteen billion dollars or thirteen million dollars in a year, and then then. But like voting somebody in, and you're only going to make eleven billion dollars because two, or God damn it, I keep saying billion because two million of your dollars is going to go to taxes. I don't know. Get fucked. 
that's the other lie that I think people get sold. It's like my dad gets sold this idea that, because my dad made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much he made, but he made a lot of money. But like the amount of money he made, like that, he's not the tax base I'm talking about. You know, the like six figures, even mid six figures, if he was at that range, I don't know whether or not he was, I can't really speak to that, but even mid six figures a year, that's not, I'm talking about people who make me like millions of dollars a year every mm-hmm. year and and then you know getting into seven eight figures like those people need to be paying a lot more taxes i'm almost certain but that's that's what like one of the funny things when like the when like the trump tax stuff was like the spin that they somehow try to put on that like he either didn't pay any or still her fifty dollars like somehow he was a hero for doing that it's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. you're well that if why why aren't you somehow just making my tax rate that low Right. Yeah, like, 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 it's like, so if he's somehow a hero for paying so, the so little, thing that I why aren't saw, you just making that just my tax rate? The thing that I <laughs> saw was like, well, he's just smart because he's playing within the legal yeah. rules to not pay that much. And it's like, yeah, but why aren't you mad about that, dude? Yeah. Why aren't you mad about the, why aren't you like, well, why isn't Trump trying to change that? You know what no. I mean? Like, why aren't, why aren't you mad about that? It's 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 the it's it's the classic uh, whataboutism of, well, the guy before me did it, so I'm doing it. It's like, no, no, you be the change then. It's like just right, because the other guy committed the crime doesn't mean you get to. Like you, you now have to be the example. I think it's perfectly fine to say like, well, Trump was playing within the rules, and within these rules, he didn't have to pay any money. Those rules are fucked up. He's my elected official. He recognizes that it's also wrong and he should be fixing it. Like, why isn't yeah. that, why isn't that the continued part of that narrative? Why does it that stop would, there? That I can't figure you, that part out. That would make you like, that would make you such a hero to be, to like, to, to, to make that leap as, as a leader to be like, I, I got, I got all these, like these breaks. This is how it works. It's fucked I want to give that to you. Like, uh, but, or yeah. But why aren't, why aren't his constituents saying that? That's what I don't get. It's like, why aren't they making that next step? Because then that that would mean that they would have to disagree with what you say. They'd have to be critical. Yeah, and that and that goes back to it's, <laughs> it's a whole different can of worms. Well, and one of the other things I was going to bring up, and then we should probably end because it's ten thirty. Is uh, the whole student loan forgiveness thing? One of the one of the arguments I got brought up, I heard somebody bring up against that was like. What about me? I worked hard and paid all my student loans, and I just want to be like, life's not fair, motherfucker. Oh no, I, I I was thinking about that. Like I've thought about that many times over the years, paying back my student loans. Like I'm just like, man, I'm gonna be fucking sad and probably a little pissed when people that didn't pay theirs get theirs forgiven. But but whatever. It'll be like, good I, like, for it's, all it's of gonna, us. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt at first. I mean, like, can I have forty thousand? Can I can I have like my like sixty thousand? No, no. Whatever. It's already it's it's done. Whatever. Like, exactly yeah, like, I'm, 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 like I, I can move past. I this. honest <laughs> to God don't think I would even be mad about it. So I personally don't have any student loans, but we've worked hard to pay off Amherst student loans, and we're really close to pay. Like, we're really close to being done mm-hmm. paying for them. Just like you know, you you could have bought a lot of nice stuff with that. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Like yeah. my whole because uh, I don't even think I would be mad about it. It would be like this is going to be so good for everybody oh. around me that Amazing. I don't 
give a flying fuck. I don't care. Like, like I, I'm not even saying like you. Like I would be. I wouldn't even be mildly annoyed. I'd be like hallelujah because it would be one th- one right thing that has happened in my lifetime where there haven't been corporations in combination with the people who are supposed to be our government fucking us over. Mm-hmm. If if we got student loans forgiven the day after Amber and I paid our last dollar on student loans, I I 100% guarantee you I would not give a fuck. I would be like, nope. cool, let's keep going. Let's do other shit that's right because that's the thing that should happen. I wouldn't yep. give a fuck. I, I know that for a fact. I wouldn't care. I would just be happy about it. I yeah. don't care. It, it's... You know, you know, it's weird. This is a weird, tangential, uh, samity. Is that a thing? Yeah, probably. Um, but that, that's, that's how like the people of color have to feel in this country. Cause it was like, I've had to deal with this for my life and my parents' life and my grandparents' life. Forever. But if it's oh oh they but they they fix this one little thing great let's get to the next thing like it's it, like we're, we're like like for me to be somehow worried that like oh I just had to pay off my student loans yeah like that that's that's so small in like the bucket of like <laughs> like 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 what it like what it is that it's like if that if if that's what you're hung up on right and so are you kind of saying because <laughs> yeah if I look at it and it's like man my life has been such a cakewalk. And now I'm mad that I didn't have this other eighty thousand dollars to like buy like to buy a car or a slightly bigger house. Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, my life has been so simple and so good that like if it means all these other people don't have to live with that burden, I think mm-hmm. about my brother who like you know my brother's a smart dude and he worked his ass off and went to I mean went to college and did the things that people told him he was supposed to do going to college. Mm-hmm. And got six figures of student debt, and they gar- like no, no matter where he gets a job, they'll garnish his checks for the rest of his life because he'll never he'll never get a job that's enough money to pay that off mm-hmm. ever. He'll never get it. Mm-hmm. But fucking colleges were somehow allowed to, you know. I think a lot. We used to work with a guy who got a history degree and paid like sixty thousand dollars to get a history degree. What a fucking scam that is. We reacting to memes at all? No. What's up, Hellhound? <laughs> or the, excuse me, the uh, TH3 Hellhound. No, no meme life here. Lead speak. I mean, if you want, if you want memes, you want us to react to. You throw Give them us in. those memes. We're in. Throw them in. Um, but yeah, I think about I think about my brother, and it's like he'll ne- for the rest of his life he'll never pay that off. He'll always mm-hmm. unless like he wins the lottery or some dumb thing. He'll never pay it off. But it was fucking. It was evil and sinister to charge him that much money to begin with, and. You just have you have people your whole life while you're going through high school telling you you need to go to college, you need to go to college, you need to go to college, you need to go to college. So you're like, well, I, got, I better go to college whatever way I can, whatever way, whatever way I can. So I'll take out I'll take out six figure loans. That's so much, and that's so much buying power. Like that's the other that's the other side of it, where it's like, if these people aren't paying four hundred dollars a month, like. They're either saving it and spending it on something big, or they're just spending that four hundred dollars on other stuff during the during the month. Yep, and that's just going back in the economy. It's just money that's back in the economy. We did it. It's fucked up. 
as well, always, what, we saw the economy. That's what drives me nuts. It seems like it's like such a. We'll get to these points where it's like it seems like that's an obvious answer, especially but since it, there have been budgets that have shown that our government with tax bases, if you start taxing the ultra wealthy, has the money to do things like that, and they just it gets stalled because those people have a lot of power with their money. There was this thing that I was that I've been seeing the last month, but I didn't fully read. <laughs> Hell, I'll put a YouTube video in here. Meme it up. What's Gibby thinking about? Bonus meme. I'm not giving your video views. I thought we were talking about memes. Did you load it? Yeah. What was it? It's just, what's Gibby thinking about? Gibby was from iCarly? Really? Is Gibby iCarly? You were the iCarly guy. I'm not sure. I don't know. Hellhound has to tell us. I know you were. I know you've been standing Carly for years. Well, I did. I had a stretch where I watched I Carly for like a week. Yeah. The, the older brother I thought was funny. Remember that stretch? Because the uh, older brother was funny. Watch the rest. No. <laughs> I wait. What was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> we we're talking about loan forgiveness. Yeah. Sure. Um. My no, but like it's 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 the thing where it's like they it's it's the with this hand they it's it's the it's the confusion thing where it's like we're I'm, we're just gonna keep saying like well this well, these people are gonna ruin everybody else and it's like or like it's but like you, so you're not watching this hand as it's like doing oh, what yeah. the fuck is doing uh and that's 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 the nature of the beast. <laughs> All right, good for him. You know, if that's what Gibby wants, you know what, Hellhound, you made me laugh, but you're not as funny as uh, Hotel Dad. What? No, not Hotel Daddy. Horny Dad sixty nine. Horny Dad sixty nine. My kids are stupid at math. Horny no. Horny Dad sixty nine is the greatest random drop in guest we've ever had on this show. Hundred percent. There's never been anything better than that. We were talking about math. He, his his like, timing. My was, kids are stupid. No, no. It's the, I think it's the only clip on our channel. He was so perfect. Oh, I'm just getting started. All right, keep it going. Um, I miss Kibby. Kibby hasn't been here in two weeks. Anyway, I feel like the people who cry that's not fair are also the people who are like telling people life's not fair in other circumstances with yeah. regards to student loans. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be like, shut the fuck up, man. Like I, I, I had someone comment to me after... Ruth Bader Ginsburg died that like like a reporter stopped Trump on the side of the street it's like before people really knew what was going on it's like hey like this thing happened he's like oh that's you know that's that's terrible you know and and, and this person was trying to like hold this up like oh this is a great thing like like this this is something he did and it's like okay if the baseline for greatness or like normalcy <laughs> is that he didn't call a dead person a bitch yeah. then we have we have a problem with where your baseline is. If, if just <laughs> saying, "Oh, sad, she died," is your <laughs> is your basis for greatness? That's just a that's just a GameCube logo. Not, I'm not giving these videos views. You're just putting money in somebody's pocket. It's all listed, though. So who some, cares? I don't, I don't even always find these videos. Some freeloader. <laughs> no. I want horny dad sixty nine levels of humor. Is he our only viewer right now? 
feel like everybody it, else. Everybody there else might went. be like there might be somebody else in here. Who Schwab? Like maybe maybe Wall of Beef. I don't know. I feel like everybody else went to bed. You realize that the GameCube logo screamed at you. Schwab would stick around for this this talk. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna go to That's bed. where it is. That's a good. That was fun. I got work thousand tomorrow. Do you know that all that happened off of Rob's random topic? As usual. That I always think that's bananas. Like if you back all that up tomorrow, if you go and like, how the fuck did we get on the student loans? It started from the stupid Rob's random topic. Uh, rich, rich people, no, famous people to Princess Diana. Nope, you're something already, else. like you're already missing things. I just think that's so interesting that Rob, we can start with a topic that is, who's your favorite deceased artist, and end up talking about student loans. I like never in a million years would I think we would have talked about that topic for that long, mm-hmm. and let alone get there. I I just think that's interesting when that happens. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Oh Hellhound. my god, that was so loud. Hellhound, are you still here? I didn't yeah, know. like us like us a music video. We'll play it to finish off. Nope, that's not gonna <laughs> happen. If it was Kibby, if Kibby was in here and he linked us a music video, I'd play it. Uh, you've been listening to This Might Sound Stupid. It's a podcast that uh, two friends have as a mm-hmm. as an excuse to hang out. What's this new video? Our GameCube intro? It's, it's, just, it's, it's a GameCube logo that seems to just keep going. I'm on board. He did exclamation point Discord. We don't have a Discord. Sorry, bud. We're not that big. Yeah, we don't technically have... We don't have like a... We, we, you can't subscribe or give us donations. He can subscribe. No, he can no, follow. No, he can follow. He can definitely follow. He can follow us. We're live every Thursday. Oh, we talked about... We're your number one GameCube podcast, so... <laughs> oh, it's about communism. Nice. Uh, Yeah. If this is your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch which uh, I'm sure Hellhound would tell you is the most exciting place to follow us. It's why he comes Twitch, by every day. Twitch.tv. He comes here every day. We only podcast once a week. But he's hoping that we show up. I shall make <gasps> your Discord. Perfect. Put it in chat. We'll, 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 we'll link that Discord. Thanks, Hellhound. Uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. You can follow us on Twitter at TMS underscore... Pod, TMSS underscore podcast. You know what we didn't uh, do? What? Oh, we didn't do Brobes. Brobes, brother. Brobes. That was really warm and really flat. Whatever was left in there. Mine's still tepidly cool. Um, yeah. If you ever want to email us a random topic, you can email us at this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Uh, I can't tell you when we'll get to it but we will get to it because sometimes the rob's random topics go for an hour and 45 minutes i can't explain it we're brought to you as always by joey the good boy we'll check in with joey here all you can see is his wiener we're also brought to you by mike long a great designer from minnesota he designed all our graphics it's late have a good night everybody fuck student loans best I can with my truest belief. Right. Then all these other things will be affected as I desire them oh, to be affected as much here. as I can affect.